right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy, too. All right, here we are. Here we are. Welcome back, Joe the Cop. Look at you, brother. Look at you. Welcome back to the show, baby. Thank you, sir. What's going on? Not much. So, listen, when you said, listen, can we do, you know, have some drinks when we're doing the show? I was like, oh, this is what I'm talking yeah, usually about. Usually you have me come on 10, 11 in the morning. I'm like, come on, let's do it when we can have some uh, booze. Yeah, know? let's do that. Are you a scotch guy? When uh, you go out, like, what do you drink? Oof. Um, beer, but at home or like... Uh, Events, I'll, I'll, you know, I'm a bourbon guy. Bourbon? Yeah. So you just, all the way, when you say beer, what are you drinking? Like, what are you ordering for, at beer? Uh, summertime, Corona Light. You know, oh, the the best. By the pool. And best. then, uh, I'm a big uh, Miller Light guy. I used to love drinking Corona, right? Whether you're at the pools or whatever, and you're hanging out with some chicks. And I don't know, when you start making out with chicks, with Corona bread, like, you know, you're drinking Coronas, and you got the, I don't know, it's just... It's been a long time since I did that. Been, you know, <laughs> with my wife a long time. Yeah. But yeah, it was, uh, so anytime I think of Corona, I think of spring break, I think of hanging out at the beach. Well, you got to drink, if you're by the pool or the beach, you can't, like, you know, like I said, I'm a Miller Lite guy. I'm at the hunting cabin, it's full Miller Lite. You can't... You buy a pool, you got to drink a light, you know, crisp, it's got to... I got to tell you, I can't believe you're drinking Miller Lite. I got you know what I it have is, a thing. It's like piss water. But I have to drink an American beer. You have to. I, yeah, like I, I like I already feel bad drinking Corona. <laughs> like, are so you I, kicking down on the table? No, I hit the table with my hand. Okay, somebody's. Uh, ki- all right, go Eric, ahead, Eric. You kicking? <laughs> no, I always try. I really try to like you know do everything American. But in the summertime, you know, I just I haven't found that American. You beer. You do yet. that too with cars? Yeah, I have a Ford F one fifty. Yeah. I, I'm a big, you know, I do I have a Jeep, the Ryan. Even though it's all bullshit. I think everything's made in it, here and there, but at least, you know, it makes you feel better that you Everything's know, that, made that, in yeah. China. Right, right, yeah. You know, so. Japan or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, like my buddy has a, uh, what's he got? A Toyota pickup. And all we do is break, you know, he's a Marine and a cop. All we do is break his balls. We're like, how do you have a pickup and it's not American? How do you do that? Uh, Especially if you're a Marine. You're going to put a Marine the, flag on the back of, to you, of a Toyota? That's a good point. You right, hear that, think Ragu? about that. You hear that? I you mean, know. think about that, right? I'm going to put an American flag or, or the Marine flag on the back of yeah. the... I, I got to tell you. It's I the price tag is what it is. <laughs> I have to tell you, I did something really shameful at one time. I was in uh, college. I, I was driving at the time. I bought a Ford Escort, four-speed, the radio, only an AM car. First car I ever drove. My dad, 1983 Ford Escort. Mine was in 85, <laughs> yep. four-speed. And I bought it for 500 bucks. And I was in school at New York Tech at the time, and they were handing out, they, you know, the military was there trying to, you know, get you to do whatever. And I, I loved the Marines, the yeah. uh, bumper stickers. And I was like, ah, you know, fuck it. I put the Marine bumper sticker on my car. I got pulled over like two or three times because of the bumper sticker. They're like, you're a Marine? I wouldn't say, I'd say, no, 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 but I just love the Marines. I just, the conversation alone. Yeah, you support alone. the Marines. That's yeah, fine. I support it, whatever. Let me go. No big deal. Good. But then I felt like a schmuck. Yeah. You know no, you I mean? didn't lie, though. That's not wrong. No, right. I can't lie, because now they ask me for the ID. Forget it. But you didn't lie. You know? No, I, I know. But it's something for me, especially now in this society, what's going on. Like, in my opinion, what I feel like they're feminizing America. They are completely deboling America. Right? No like, yeah, castrating, neutering, chopping off their balls. You know what it is? There's nothing, for some reason, there's a part of society, I think, that doesn't like 
law and order. And I'm not just saying that as far as policing, just in general. Like, you, know, you have the Marine Corps. I'm going to get shit-faced. I'm letting you know. Good, I, already, I already I, feel. Why not? You know? Um, and we're drinking some McCallans. I love it. What do we got? Yeah, McCallans 12. You know. McCallans 12. Only we're missing a cigar, but Joe's got PTSD from last time I smoked a cigar on his. It did uh, it in my house. Oh, fucking, you let me. I know, I did, but <laughs> it was. I it couldn't get the smell out for like three days. Do you see what they're doing in New York City with cigars? No. They're taxing it up to 90%. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, first, New York. So it's funny you say that. Uh, I'm a big cigar guy. So I went out to uh, Pennsylvania. They got Cigars International. It's you, like. It's awesome. It's like uh, Toys R Us for cigar smokers, man. It's like two stories. They got pool tables, dartboard. It's it's awesome. The whole uh, place is a humidor. Did you practice smoking the cigar ever, like in the mirror, making sure that you look cool doing no. it? Because you gotta. There's no. a there's a there's a way to do it. Nah. But you know what? If you if you're not smoking a cigar, you can't critique the guy smoking a cigar. Yeah, I agree. You That's know, what I'm so. saying. I don't know. I, I'm not a cigar and, smoker. And get, I would it, like to get back. I like to get into it. It's though. great. I love it. You know, I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't vape. But uh, I, cigars, I love cigars. And uh, I was there, and I remember I I, I was smoking a um, a uh, Drew Estate. My Uzi weighs a ton. And, uh, That's the name of the cigar. That my, was the name of the my, cigar. My Uzi weighs a ton. Yeah, Muwat. And so I remember there was such a man. It is a man's line, yeah. right? That's such a man's line. My Uzi weighs yep. a ton. It was seven ninety nine. So I, I go to the uh, manager and I'm like, Hey, I got. I say, Listen, man, I got to ask you a question, you know. And he's like, What's up? I'm like, This cigar is like fourteen dollars where I live in Long Island. I'm like, How's it only like eight bucks here? And I go, And the second question is. How do you not have a Cigars International in New York City? Like, and he goes, bro, exactly. You answered your own question. Because that $8 cigar here is $14 there. He goes, then you throw rent and permits. He goes, that, now that $8 cigar becomes a $20 cigar. Because of how much he has to make right. uh, pro to get For the New profit. Because of New York State with the, all this. The, anything that's fun, they tax, except weed. My, well, this is what I was going to say. That's a crazy thing. Who is it that smokes cigars? You know, I don't want to say people with money, but I'll, I'll say established gentlemen. Is that gentlemen? You know, but you you didn't sit there and say women smoke cigars. Very few. Very few. I found it pretty sexy too if a chick smokes. Of cigar. course, but the thing is, is what I'm saying, they're doing anything they can to take the men, whatever the men are enjoying, and 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 just try to disqualify it. They're taxing you for it. Yeah. Oh, you're a gentleman. We're going to tax you for it. Well, I don't understand. Well, why are you taxing so much on cigars but not weed? Right. Oh, it's so bad. All about votes. It's so bad. Who, this who, city. The people who smoke cigars vote which way? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> like generally speaking, don't get me wrong. You know, I'll tell you, like cigar lounge. You never been to a cigar lounge? No. Where is it? There's a bunch. There's one. There's Matador. We gotta go. Oh, one there's day. one. There's. I'm talking about it here. Yeah. I saw. I know. There's a couple in Babylon. Oh, they, but they're great because. Uh, Let's go out of there, bro. You got to shower and you got to. I mean, well, you just shower every night anyway. But uh, <laughs> they're great because the same conversations you have at barbershops, you have at. Cigar lounge. So when I was still on the job, uh, we were in Manhattan, right? I don't get a haircut. I'm yeah, dying for it. one of those uh, haircut for one of those conversations again. Uh, uh, those were cigar, the best. Cigar lounge is where it's at. Those conversations at the barbershop were my favorite. I'd go in there and I love it. Well, I'm talking to the one over there and this right. one here. And but nobody. But there's no yelling. There's no arguing. It's it's. And I'll give you an example, right? So I uh, when I when I retired from the gun task force with the ATF and I was stationed in Manhattan. You know, we were in a big fancy corporate building on like the, uh, I think it was seventh or eighth floor. You know, nobody knew who we were. People in the building kind of eventually picked up on it because everyone else was wearing suits and wearing hoodies and tattoos and guns on our hip. So we had a cigar lounge across the street called Barkley Rex. 
So we would have to work. You know, we'd sign out, we'd go across the street, and we'd, we'd smoke a cigar, a couple of us, and then I'd go out to Long Island, wherever, and guys would go where they live. And it was like, this was like right after the riots, right? Of George Floyd. The, the riots in New York City, yeah, in yeah. 20, uh, 2020. Yeah. Was it 20? No, 2021. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, I worked the riots. They were fucking horrible. And uh, we're down there, and, you know, that's the Wall, it's the Wall Street area. So that's the goal. Lounge closes at seven because if you're familiar with the financial district, after seven o'clock, it's done. It's dead. Well, that's everybody's home, and that's the end right. of it. The trading. So we're all bullshitting. There's probably about eight guys down there, right? The four cops, some you know financial guy, you know, with his hundred thousand dollar watch on his wrist, and these three like black dudes in like their thirties. So like, and it's like everywhere else you go, I don't care. A man is a man, an alpha is an alpha. You always eye up who's around you. So these dudes eye us up. I'm sure they immediately go cops. You know, I eye them up, and I'm like, all right, you know, professionals from Lower Manhattan. The skinny of it is, we start the conversation starts. Oh, you guys cops? Now some of my friends would be like, oh no, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm a cop. Like at the time, like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So we start shooting the shit. Complete gentlemen, and then it starts coming up. The Black Lives Matter. The this, the, you know, policing. And I got to tell you, man, we probably had a two and a half hour conversation that was awesome. And at the end of it, as, as you know, uh, I don't want to sound like uh, homophobic, but as gay as it sounds, we like exchanged social medias because it was like, hey, man, we can have different views on shit. We cannot agree with each other, but it don't mean we have to hate each other. And I went on the smoke cigars of those guys for probably... I think I retired about what six months later. So how, I mean, how much did you donate to Black Lives Matter? Zero. <laughs> Fucking travesty. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. What a what a joke. But here's what I tell people: I completely understand the Black Lives Matter movement. I get it. Well, why don't you explain it? I don't. The business side of it, which you can Google everything. You know, they're buying fucking mansions and, you know. Well, of course, the business right. side of it. You're making this money that, you, you know, you're getting right. for nothing. And it was exposed. Look, where, where are they? They don't exist. They damn near don't exist no more. Oh, you know? not even that. You didn't even hear a peep from them, from the Tyree Nichols, basically. Right. Think about. Which is insane. Well, you want to know why. It's, it's talking about blacks. I mean, really, it's, it's, so, re it's so ridiculous how that narrative now has changed. In society, when you hear a school shooting or whatever, or, you know, a cop killed, you know, three cops killed a, you know, a civilian. And right away you're like, oh, here we go. Because if it's three white cops and a black right. uh, civilian. It's like we hear about a mass shooting. You're like, please don't be white. Please yeah, be I know. White. Because <laughs> like, it's just going to be all you're going to do is hear all about it, how it's white supremacy, white this. It's all racism. You know, it's all that. I, I hate to say it, man. A, a lot of that is the media brainwashing. Yeah. And I'll give you an example. Like you had that. Um, first of all, it's crazy to me that it, it's completely out of the news. You had that mass shooting uh, with the Asian. Oh, people. in California. It went away. You know why it went away? Because he's Asian. The shooter's Asian. So there's no narrative. It right. kills the narrative. And before that, though, some woman posted on Twitter, we have to stop with this, uh, what did she write? She wrote something along the lines of, like, she, this we, uh, 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 white um, she, I nationalism. Know, yes. And, going and she didn't even realize that the guy was Asian. 70-year-old Asian. But here's Asian. the thing. <laughs> so now here's the thing. Now you have, when I saw the picture, like when I first started hearing the story, and I'm listening to it and listening to it. And all of a sudden, they popped up five cops. 
oh. on the television. Talking about Tyree Nichols? Yeah, oh, Tyree Nichols. And it's what a horrible situation. Five blacks. I, you know, it just to me just turned into okay. This is a horrible situation. These are five thugs that are basically have badges. In, in in my opinion, because they lowered the standards. Agreed. Of them getting into the police force. But I'll tell you what's what's you know like I, I've been off the job what uh, about a year and a half now. And I'll tell you, it's interesting. You know, I still have my friends. I'm still connected, so to speak, in certain aspects. You start to lose that <laughs> when you leave. But, um, you know, we, I'm in a couple of group chats, and we were talking about it. And I knew it was bad t for two reasons. Like, uh, the, the rumor on the street was, hey, man, this video is worse than Rodney King. You know, that's what, like, you know, I'm in a couple of group chats with cops throughout the country. I've been at Police Week and stuff throughout the years. And they were like, dude, it's, it's you know, obviously I'm assuming they had friends in Memphis. And they were like... Rodney King was really bad, though. Rodney King was really bad. That was really bad. I um, don't know if this was as bad. I think this was... It's, it's I, on you know, par. Well, I'll tell you this. I was a kid for Rodney King, so maybe I look at it different. You know, because I remember, like, Rodney King being on the ground. And those, those, those cops were fucked up. You know what I mean? Like, listen, I will back the blue and cops to the, to the death, but if we fuck up and we're wrong, you kind of, kind of, you know, you, you got to know what's right and what's wrong. And there's, nothing, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like, But my, my point, what I'm trying to make is, it's five black cops, and now they're still saying it's because of white supremacy is why well, they, they're doing it. Well, I read today. Did you, <laughs> did you hear that? No, but I read today that they're blaming the white academy instructors. They're blaming it's systemic racism because these black cops see how other white cops are doing things. And then because of that, which is totally ridiculous because it's a black civilian. Yeah, but here's the thing. Once you become a cop, people don't care if you're white or black. You're blue. No, the only reason why they're doing that is because they have to still get the racist narrative or nobody's going to watch. So they're going to sens sensationalize this whole narrative that... First of all, tell me, how can a black person be racist against another black person? Well, their argument is he's racist towards him because he's a cop. And all cops, no matter what race you are, are racist. Well, then that kills the George Floyd argument. So that can't be racist anymore. Also, what, hey, what was worse, George Floyd or Tyree Nichols? Tyree Nichols. Okay, I agree. 100%. 100%. Because you know what? I think the guy, George Floyd should not have been, he should not have died, but... That was just a cop being an asshole. Well, it's not even that. Yeah, being an asshole, being an asshole and, and not you know. being and not realizing that your neck, your knee is but on that. Being neck. an asshole, you know, he wasn't like he wasn't punching him. He, but here's he was another. A dick. But here's another thing too. You could now. You also have to take into consideration the two victims and what part they played. Well, right? I, you put. Uh, you, yes, I agree. No, because George Floyd puts his hands behind his back or gets into that cop car. We never have that incident. Well, George Floyd was in the cop car. No, but he was kicking and kicking and kicking. He wouldn't get out, and then he right. fell out of it. Well, I always said from— He never I, got in the car. I hate to Monday morning quarterback cops because, you know, but the one thing— And the NYPD, we have, you know, we have our own— Wait, do you think issues. that that George Floyd actually was, was sitting in that cop car? Because he wasn't. No, there's a video of him sitting in the car. No. And he's saying, I can't breathe. you got to let me out. No. Yeah, oh, yeah. He was on, kicking, <laughs> kicking, 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 and he wouldn't let him get in. Then he fell out oh, of the car, Okay, George so Floyd. All right, we're describing it. His ass was on the seat as well. Yeah, yeah, and then, they fell, and then he fell so, out, and then that's when Chauvin came. Derek Chauvin, right, Chauvin, right, yeah, Chauvin yeah. came and put his knee so on like, him. We always used to say in the NYPD, and it was, you know, I was, I was, a, I was a sergeant, I was a patrol sergeant, and our big thing was like, if you get a guy in cuffs, get him the fuck out of there. Get him out. Get him in cuffs. Get him in the car. Get him off the scene. In the NYPD, we go back to the precinct. A lot of other departments don't. They go right to the jail. At any time, you don't have to be a boss. At any time, a cop can say, oh, shit, 
this guy is in the back, convulse A central, show me going to the hospital. I'm going direct to the hospital. This is the route I'm taking, mileage on the car, have EMS, whatever it may be. And it just sucks because if they would have done that. Well, what do you mean? So tell me about that, though. Mileage on the car, so now everybody knows that it only took you a certain amount of time to get to yeah, so that A stems, and B. That stems from back in, like, I think the 80s or the 70s. There was an issue. So like, you have to do it every time you put a female in the vehicle. Because there was an allegation from, you know, the folklore was. Makes sense. There was an allegation many moons ago that uh, a female was arrested and she said, oh, these cops came and did this to me. And what saved the cop was he was like, uh, I don't want to say shaky, but he was very nervous. <laughs> and he put the mileage over the car. And then it, it showed, like, all right, the arrest was on this corner. And to the precinct was one mile. And he put over the thing, hey, yeah, mileage is one, two, three, four. Well, one, two, three, five is when they walked in the precinct. Okay. And she said, oh, they drove me around for an hour. And it was like, well, that's fucking impossible because... Because he, he said it. Now, forget right. it. Every car's got GPS. It doesn't even yeah, matter. Which, it, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, there's certain... Listen, every cop will tell you, like, body cameras, at first, they were a little apprehensive because the way the it's media... It's like an invasion of privacy for you, in a way. Well, no one had answers. So if me and you were sitting in the car, all right, we're two 25-year-old kids, well, cops, all right? We're partners. We're driving around. We're best of friends. We're both single. And we're talking about what we did over our, our three days off. Oh, you went to hunt mountain and hunt a mountain and you, yo, bro, I, uh, you know, and oh, yeah, dude, I went down to AC and blah, blah. Is that being recorded? You know, I understand like, what you're saying. Like, I'm, I'm going in to take a shit or take it, a I'm asking you, is it? So, from what I understand, is I actually, it? I've never worn a body camera uh, because I was in an undercover unit. But from what I gather from people who do wear them, the camera itself is always going. When you hit the button. This in the audio. And I'm sure you've seen, you're an attorney, you've seen hundreds of body cameras. Uh, it goes back 30 seconds, and then it starts going to the cloud. And that's why on the, on the body cam, what is it, 30 seconds, then you hear the bloop, and then you get start getting uh, audio. Yeah. So are they always recording? Yes. Are they always... Uh, are they always working? Yes. Are they always recording? I'm not no. talking about shit if I'm wearing a body cam. You're not getting me yeah. to talk about I w listen, anything. I didn't mind the body cams I, if I would have been on patrol because to me, it's a certain level of... Um, first of all, it shows that the cops are not the problem. I, I'm all for the body it cam. Shows I'm just not talking right. any bullshit. It shows 90% of the time the cops are not the problem. And the 10% of the time the cops are the problem, it shows it. So why wouldn't you want it? You know, when you think about it, it, it what, why not? You but, also have to remember... Somebody has to actually like access and look at the footage. Nobody yeah. has time to go through a hundred cops' body cams all day every day. If something happens, yeah, they have a percentage they got to look at. Yeah, right. Like if you're the integrity control officer, you're the lieutenant or sergeant, they'll say, "All right, Joe, you got to look at uh, you got to look at three cameras from the day to a four to twelve and midnight. Mm. You know, every three days. So oh, you just okay. go and you look at and, and and you're looking at jobs. So like if you and Eric went to a domestic. All right, you know what? I'll pull it up. I'll watch. Oh, yeah, they were professional. They didn't do nothing wrong. So somebody is watching. Uh, yeah, but the percentage is... To you know, a limited degree. But it's always there mm. if an allegation comes out. And, it's, and this is, you know, we'll go down this rabbit hole. It, it's uh, This is one of the problems. So now, you know, guys are making civilian complaints against you. Oh, he called me this. He called me that. They smacked me. Whatever they said they did. Well, now they're going down to CCRB. And CCRB... What's it stand for? CCRB. Central, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Civilian Complaint Review Board. Okay. Cocksuckers. Okay, I hate them. Um, they're the most unbiased criminal crooked organization in New York City. They they really are, and and this is this is why I'll explain it. Um, first, you can Google them and get all the juice. But um, me and you are partners. We we get involved in something, right? CCRB doesn't have a 
a founded or unfounded or a guilty and not guilty system. They have founded, unfounded, substantiated, unsubstantiated, exonerated. So there's no wiggle room. So when you think about it, you have five different findings. How many of those findings say the cop didn't do nothing wrong? Two out of the five. Oh, so the deck is stacked against you. I didn't even think 100%. of that. 100%. But yeah. here's, the, here's the kicker. CCRB is supposed to violate, it's, uh, what was it, I was trying to go back into my old study guide, it's uh, FATO, so it's like four, excessive force, abusive authority, discourtesy, obscene language, right? So you, get, you make a CCRB against a cop, he called me a fucking asshole. They pull the CCRB, you know, then they pull the uh, body cam, and they do it, and they, and they view it. And the cop never called the guy a fucking asshole. What should the finding in that allegation be? Exonerated. 100%. Oh, no, unfounded. Unfounded, Never yeah. even happened. Yeah, unfounded. Unfounded has yes. never happened. I believe exonerated is, hey, is, he did what you said, but he falls within law and, and um, yes. policy. Unfounded. So it should be unfounded. No. What do they do? Unsubstantiated. The reason being is unsubstantiated counts against you. You still have something on your record. Oh, yeah. Google me. You yeah. look at my CCRB record. It's unsubstantiated. But they count against you. Yeah. So you, you theoretically have never been guilty of misconduct, but now the department puts you on forced monitoring. That's all. Now you, terrible. I know. I was on it like I think fourteen of my seventeen years. That's so bad. Meanwhile, I never. I think I had one that was substantiated, and it was like I, nine of us that like supposedly kicked the guy out of a precinct when I had two months on. I don't even know why I even dealt with the guy, but everybody in the precinct got substantiated. Before we play, because I want to play some of the video, I want to play the um, Tyree Nichols video, and I want you to break it down, and we'll go over it together, but. I want to just go back real quick to the question I was asking you about the cigars, about the weed, and about how, you know, they're feminizing America. I didn't really get an answer yeah, from Yeah, we went you. down a rabbit hole in that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is, so what is your opinion of that? Like, what do you, do you see that? Do you agree with that theory? And if so, what, what you know, why do you think they, that's happening? I do agree with your theory. Um, for, somewhere along the line, masculinity is bad. It's bad to have... Um, a man take care of his family like when you really look at some of the stuff that goes on um you know it's it's you know my marriage is a little more old school in the, uh respect to you know i'm the man of the house my i'm the king she's the queen you know like i know my role she knows her role my wife's a little but my wife's also seven years older than me um you see it a lot now where like how many times do you see i don't need no fucking man and think about it go on your facebook and look at all the chicks that we went to high school with how many of them are single? And you ask yourself why? Some of the hottest chicks we went to, I mean, you're a little bit older than me. Yeah. But some of the hottest chicks we went to high school with are single. And now you have to ask yourself why. Well, what's your reasoning? Well, some of them I think are just hardcore at their job and amazing at their job. And it's just the way the, deck, the, the cards landed. And then you get, I mean, I, I see people post on Facebook. I don't need a man. I don't need this. I don't, well, okay. Well, if you want to have kids, you need a man. Well, maybe not anymore, right? Not That's anymore. That's what I say. Um, but they, you know, they're deballing us. It's it's because it's not okay to be manly. It's not it's not okay. Um, probably you watch Yellowstone. Best, but great. That's a man. How much do you, show. But how much do you like? Kevin Costner was always like a fucking G. But how much like you watch that show and you're like, God damn, Kevin Costner. The other guy like, is even more of a G. His uh, right Rip, hand man. Rip. Rip. <laughs> oh, that guy. Cole Hauser. Oh, yeah. the best. He was in a lot of good movies and shit before yeah, that. I got it. It's crazy. I have um, to tell you, man, that is a great, great man's man show. And the women but that they wrote watch an article it, about that. They wrote an article about what. About how Yellowstone is this right-wing masculinity oh, show God. because it's cowboys and it's right-winged. 
And Kevin Costner, who I love, has to come out and be like, no, it's actually the opposite. It's showing you how you fight for it. And it's like, come on, dude. Just come out and Man say it. Man the fuck up. Yo, yes. it's, it's cowboys. It's everything that's American. Yes. Apple pie, cowboys, and beer, guns. And beer, guns, yeah. uh, bourbon. Yeah, always drinking bourbon. Like, come on. Like, why is that not okay? But you know what? I will tell you this. So my daughter is a cop down in Georgia. She, she became a cop uh, about two months ago down there. Different place, dude. I mean, you go to Alabama, you see it. Oh, yeah. It's a different America, bro. Different America. My uncle's a captain in Huntsville. And you know what's what's funny, too, is because you go down south and you would think because of slavery that nope. was down south that it would be more racist. Mm -mm. It's actually more racist in up north, right? like, say, here in New York than any, anywhere else. And, it's, and I'm being honest, it's not racism from white to black. It's more racism, in my opinion, from the black community. And it's, they're not really racist. It's what they hear. The propaganda that they keep getting fed from the mainstream right. media that white supremacy, well, well, everything is blamed. That's why right. this is back to what I'm saying is them blaming white people. Think about this. Really think about this. Okay. You're five black and they're not old school. They look like they were anywhere between 25 and 35 years old. These so five the cops. Black cops. Yeah. They, and, I think and, they and had to be younger than us. Yeah. So, yeah. right. Five of them. They know everything about George Floyd. They saw all of it. They know all yeah. of it. There's no way they that they can deny it. They have body, they have body cameras. cameras. And it's a black civilian. How? In any... Know. How do you say that there is race, white supremacy involved in that? It's, it's, it's a made-up fallacy that they're trying to feed the public so they can keep... The white supremacy going. Uh, yeah, I think you're right to a certain point, but like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, there throughout history, there were some fucked up things done. The whole like redlining or red zoning back in like the 20s, with the neighborhoods where like blacks couldn't buy a house. Yeah, and, uh, there was there was Democrats that in 100. That you know, yeah, no, I mean, I, no matter who did it, it was wrong. Yes, but like, I guess the question then lies. But is they like, did that to Italians too. Italians in the beginning of the 19th century, uh, the uh, the 20th century, in the beginning, you know. You Italians can't drink here. Italians can't drink well, there. The, you know, it's it's. I'm not saying right. it goes to this. It goes to what slavery well, was. Well, the big thing is, I think it's like, all right. It should never be forgotten, and I'm a firm believer that like, why are we like? My son's a senior in high school. I asked him one day, "Hey, man, in what grades did you learn American history?" He's like, "Oh, Dad, I think like eighth. And then I look at, like, you know... I think it was seventh grade for, right, for seven, me. Yeah, Miss yeah, Pop Popovich was my teacher. Yeah, and, my, uh, I remember my history book was called America Is. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. America well, Is. Well, we went to the same high school. So. Yeah. But, um, and it bothered me because I'm like, you know, why are we teaching other things? We, from every grade in high school for four years, you should be taught from, let's just say... 1700, you know, a little bit pre-Revolutionary uh, War, up into modern day, and teach our kids the good can't and you, the, the ugly. Teach can't them you just say Christopher Columbus when first uh, Americans when, when it really was started? I mean, that's what I think that it should okay, be. Okay, you can start from there. Yeah, that's fair. Right. But then you get into this whole thing like, well, it really wasn't him. It was all right. Well, I don't know what the fucking tell you. Somebody documented it was him. We can't dispute it. We can't confirm. All right, we're going to go with Christopher Columbus, you know? Yes. And then you get into this whole thing. Oh, no, it was really this people. Or, and then you get into, oh, well, he came and slaughtered the indigenous people. Well, guess what? If you look at history, you watch Vikings. Yeah, how about the Roman Empire? Right. Everybody yeah. slaughtered everybody. I mean, come on. What are we talking like, about here? It, you know, it's another thing, too. It was like the real life Walking Dead. The American mm -hmm. Indians. Did you know that the American Indians enslaved African Americans? 
Yes, I did all that. Okay. I mean, think about that for a second. But you never hear anything about American Indians doing that. All you hear is it was white Americans that did it. But here's the thing. Let me just say this. It was this country that said it was wrong. Yes. And did something about it. Agreed. Had a war and people risked their lives fighting over it. Nope, you're 100% right. So that's where, so my, my so going back now, fast forwarding to 2023, yeah, n- nobody's looking to forget history, but how yeah. much do we have to be told that because of what happened 200 years ago, it's what's taking place with five black cops and a black civilian right. because... Of white right. supremacy. Well, it's a it, joke. It's, it's all a about, joke. It's all about votes. And I give another example. California. For, for, hold on. Let yeah. me just say this one thing. I actually think that it does an injustice to black Americans to actually say that they don't have agency over themselves, that they can't think for themselves, and they are subjected because of white people that they can't think for themselves and say, this is actually wrong for me to do this. Because if you're telling me that white supremacy was the superior thing that made these black, five black cops do this to this black civilian, you're basically telling me that these five black cops are not independent and don't have independent thinking of their own, and they can't decide for themselves as a man that this is a not not right thing to do. These five cops down in Memphis did this. The street thugs that turned cops. It could be that. It could be a fucking horrible lapse in judgment. I mean... The thing about I know I know very good cops, you know I don't want to say his name because he's in jail right now. Um, he was a friend of mine. He was a really good cop, and he had a lapse in judgment, and then he had a second lapse in judgment, and he ended up going to jail. He didn't hurt nobody and nothing like that. But and I don't want to say his name out of privacy and respect to him. You have two lapses of judgments, and then you're in jail. But, you sit right. there and say to yourself, "Well, I probably deserve to be in jail well, because I'm, after the first lapse of judgment, if I didn't learn my lesson." And I did a second one. Well, there were two completely unrelated laps of judgment. But, well, I'm just saying. But though. my point is, you know, there's certain like, you know, you have a bad day at work. Even though I just want to put on the record that Joe's probably one of the most fairest, best defense attorneys out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, listen, the, the reality. You gotta remember, is, I was a prosecutor. I know that you dismissed were. everything. I know. Uh, oh, did yeah, you? Oh, fuck. what are you kidding me? <laughs> and, no, here's the thing. Let me just real brief, quick. Not only would I dismiss anything. I would make the Suffolk County. Cops. Well, what kind of what kind of charges here? Well, I was it is the misdemeanor level at this time. Oh, nobody, I, 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 nobody cares about. Yeah, I know, but because yeah. at felony level, you have the you have the superiors jury, telling right, you. Yeah. You have you have a supervisor telling you what's and going once you indict it, you got to kind of do yeah. something with it. But the, on the misdemeanor level, not only did I dismiss everything, oh, basically, I also would have the cops come in when I know that they didn't have to come in to give them overtime. All right. Well, don't say that on the egg. Eric, uh, cut that. You know. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm saying I would do yeah. that. They didn't know. The cops didn't know. They would oh. come in and be like, uh, yeah, I'm here for the hearing. I'm like, oh, it was canceled yesterday. Yeah, but, wink, wink. Yeah, nah, but nah, I had yeah. you come in anyway because I wanted to hook you up yeah. and get the overtime. And that's what I would do. So, not only, so, yes, I'm dismissing the cases that you are arresting people for, but I'm also giving you the extra overtime right, to right come now, in here and hang Steve out. Steve Ballone is blaming Joe Kozo for Suffolk County's budget. <laughs> and, uh, Whatever. You know, um, that's, what, that's how I did it. I don't know. I, you know, I was young and I was doing my I thing. Mean, we could have this combo after the videos, but like, one thing I did want to talk about was like, the justice system does need to be reformed. I mean, there's there's a lot of wasting of cops' time and and money and a bunch of other stuff that should change. And like you just said, misdemeanor land. And I said nobody cares about fucking misdemeanors, unless you beat your wife up. Nobody cares. Like think about what what misdemeanor is it? Oh, he got caught with three bags of crack. Nobody because, cares. No, but nobody not, gives a shit. But that's not true <laughs> because the three bags of crack turns into ten bags of crack. But they don't care. 
I don't know. I'm not agree. I don't agree with I'll that. I'll give an example. You have to have some type of law and order. I agree. When I was a rookie cop, seven bags of crack or dope was a felony. That was intent to sell in, the bar, in Queens. If you got a guy with seven, and I think he had to have money on him, that that was a felony. Two twenty oh six or two twenty sixteen, depending on what they felt like charging. You know what I mean? Two twenty. And uh, and by the time what's that was, the misdemeanor? You know the misdemeanor? Two twenty oh three. Is it a two twenty oh three or is it two twenty oh seven? Two twenty. No, 22203 is the CPCS 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the oh, seven. fuck with me, bro. I remember, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Go ahead. 26503 was my favorite, though. That's the that's the weapon. Pistol. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and I watched it go from 7 to 10 to 15 to 20 to 30. And I remember when eventually I, I was a sergeant in Brooklyn, we grabbed a guy. We grabbed a guy, 77 bags of dope, right, in front of the Mossy Projects where Jay-Z's from, right? Foot pursuit, crazy thing. And my guys write it up, and the DA comes, this is Brooklyn, you know, comes back, oh, misdemeanor. I'm like, what the fuck, what? She goes, well, they interviewed him at pretrial, and he said he's a he's a heroin junkie. I'm like, you fucking people believe everything, man. Brooklyn's a horror. Listen, there's some good prosecutors there. Like Ray Tierney, the, the DA. That's here now. He's a former federal prosecutor. Yeah, he was also in Brooklyn for a little bit. Ray's a good guy. And uh, he... Uh, he used to work in the Suffolk County DA's office, too. Oh, did he back in the yeah. day? But, like, you know, there's some good... Prosecutors there, but generally, like, Bro- Brooklyn and the Bronx are a shit show. Did you ever, did you do you know about the book called Jimmy the King? No, that's on uh, Chief Burke from Suffolk PD. You right? have to. I, so, yo, you're the third person to tell me that. Listen to me. I, I don't. I didn't read it at the time. Who wrote it? Uh, some guy. I, I don't know. He's um. He's from California right now. I tried getting him on the show. He wanted to do it virtually, and I was like, I don't want to do it virtually. Is the book bias? Is it? No, it is because I know every name. Because I used oh, cool. to be in the DA. When, right, when right, this right. was all going on, I was working in the DA's well, office. you were in the DA's office when the Gilgo shit went on? Not when that, that was going on, but I'm talking about, you know, Spoda was my boss. Oh, yeah. You know, Tom He's Spoda. shit, right? No, he was a great guy. Really? But he got arrested. But, yeah, he got arrested. But he was corrupt. But he got arrested because, in my opinion, what happened is he didn't let the FBI get in on the Gilgo. And he was always protecting James Burke. Jimmy Burke. He was always protecting him. Well, his boy. Because he, Jimmy Burke... Ratted on those boys. He was a witness back, back, back in the eighties, yeah, 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 yeah. and that gave basically Tom Spoda his credentials. Right, but it well, is, I, I don't know Jimmy Burke, so I'm not gonna. I don't know him either. Talk bad about him. I mean, listen. I don't know the guy. I knew. Excuse me. I think he's a Gilgo Beach killer. I don't think he's a Gilgo Beach, beach killer, but you don't think so? No, but um. What he got arrested on was like such bullshit. He was hanging out with all hookers. Yeah, whatever. He was <laughs> you know, hookers after but, hookers. He had that duffel bag with but, dildos you know, yeah, and, I mean, and porn. But what you know, like I don't know. It was almost like the FBI knew, like, all right, this is gonna happen. He's gonna do this and go in there, and I mean, it was like you know, it was like I didn't read I the know. book. I listened to the audio book. It was fantastic. The right. audio book is absolutely. Excuse me, from Audible, fantastic. I could do the audiobook because I take the train to the city. Like you take the train, yeah. driving in your car, whatever you're doing, yeah, you're walking, yeah. whatever. Walking well, the you dog. and Rogan, that's all I listen to. Yeah, I got to tell you though, you absolutely love it. You would absolutely love it. Um, but listen, let's play. Uh, let's play this video. All right. Can we play this video, E? Let's play clip number one. This is the body. We'll do it in individual clips. This oh. is. Hold on a second. This is the. Um, this is the VTL stop. First, we're just gonna do that. So, all right. So the cops aren't there. The the. So you're gonna see the they, the, they come out of the patrol car and you see the body cam. One of the yeah, body but the cams. cop who pulled him over wasn't the five guys that killed him. No, I know, but we're gonna get into all that. Oh, okay. This is the this is the body cam. That's I the, never saw this one. So this, this is, is um this is his uh, Nichols car. 
Okay. Right in front. I never saw any of these in entirety, so you're actually getting the first time I'm seeing them, which is all right. So that's great. So yeah. then we'll get we'll we'll get a professional cop, New York City, retired. Joey the cop, retired, Joey retired. the cop, gang unit review. All right, here we go. This is it. So, you saw that. That's the traffic stop. What is your opinion of what you just saw? And then I'll say, and, and then I'll go from there too. All right. So, what I see right off the bat is there's some type of felony car stop there. So, I don't know. You think there's a felony? That's a felony car stop. They boxed them in. Okay. So, and they, they were, you know, guns out, get on the fucking ground. So I think well, hold on a second. Hold on. Let's just because I'm going to play devil's advocate I know you here because I'm a defense, defense attorney, attorney. <laughs> but I'm also a former prosecutor. Right, right. So I would ask these when when I had the cops come in. You know, a lot of these cops they may, and, and nothing against. I love. No, I, I, I get love, it. I get it. It's a know, profession. Like, there's new guys. There's, yeah. You know. It's like, well, what do you mean you didn't do? You didn't say this. You didn't do that. You didn't do this. I you, I can't tell you how many cops I would have in my office talking about the arrest because we're about to go to a hearing or a trial, and they're like, no, I didn't take any notes. Oh no, I don't have that. Or I don't know what Hold happened. On. You don't need notes. You got body camera. No, I, but but back then when right. I we're talking two thousand three, two thousand four, there was no right, body right. cam. But that being said, what could possibly be a felony stop? I don't. I think I read reckless driving, but for argument's that's sake, that's not a felony. That's a misdemeanor. Agreed. Um, for argument's sake, in that video specifically, even if it was a, even if he's committing a, a reckless driving, whatever, it's not appropriate. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue with you Go on this video specific. Go ahead. What I see is police officers doing some type of car stop. We'll call it a felony car stop, taking the guy out of the car. And this video specifically, because I'm gonna I'm gonna be fair and break it down each one. He's not complying with the cops at all. You see it. The guy says, "Get on the fucking ground. Get on your belly." We watched the video. He never went on his belly once. Yeah, that's listen. We all know the end result, and we know what the end result. The cops are wrong, but now I have to actually. I got to be that guy, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for it. Had he just gone on his stomach and got cuffed right here, what would have happened? Listen to me. I agree with you a thousand percent. I don't agree him getting pulled out of the car like that on a traffic stop. Now, hold on. Hold though. on a second. Hold on. Let but me just say, is it an say, arrest situation? Hold on, though. No, I don't think. Any I'm going to say from what I see there with my expert background is there might have been some type of car pursuit here. And they boxed him in and he was going to jail. My thing is Because they took though, him out to cuff him. Here's the thing. They probably, in, in my opinion, because when you see them at a traffic light, 
maybe they had the lights on and he didn't see that the lights were on because he didn't pull over. Nah, get the fuck out of here. No, that's bullshit. But here's the thing. You can't pull over. You can't pull out a civilian out of his car like that. Like he's some ragtag well, that's piece of shit. Well, you could take him out of the car. That's Pennsylvania versus Wims. But you didn't think I know quick case law, Look at huh, you. buddy? <laughs> yeah. Um, but... By from just from my background, from what I see, is they're ripping out a car and immediately they're throwing them in cuffs. Yeah. So whatever something happened prior to this video, that they think that there is reasonable not suspicion. That, no, no. Or, or, they determined he's going to jail. Okay. And from what the little bit I read was, I think it might have been like a reckless driving, which means that you're not going to jail. You're getting a you're getting a traffic summons. No, in the city we take you to the precinct and then we give on you on a, a reckless. Yeah, we do. And the thing is this, maybe the reckless turned into a car chase. Because like I said, if you look in the... In so that, you're saying evading a police officer. In that video, the car, there's a, a police car in front. And he's bo You can see he's boxed in. Can you play that video again? Let me see that Let, let me see that again. I didn't, I didn't pick up on yeah, that. Yeah, if you watch, he's boxed in. There's more than one police car there. It's not one cop car. See, they're aggressive. Look. The what, look at the car in the front. See, look, they're boxed up. See the car in the okay, front. Okay, I got you. So that's what I'm saying is there's something going on here that he it was determined this kid's going to jail. Now, the thing is, though, is you got I two can't cop cars on a traffic stop. More than two. Yeah. There's, there's the one doing it. Now, I, now look at his car. His car's on an angle. So now, I, I agree with you, and this is where we get to the George Floyd right. thing. And I don't understand if it's a cultural thing with black civilians or not. I'm in that car, and they tell me to get down to the ground. Dude, I'm a cop, and I'd shit my pants right now. <laughs> I would be, my hands would be behind my back, my stomach would be flat on the concrete. Here we go. I'll right. deal with it in the morning. Do what you got to do. Get me arrested. Do what you got to do. I'm not talking yeah. back. I'm I, I not disrespecting. I uh, common sense thing or race, because I've had white and Spanish kids act like assholes, too. Um, I said, I don't know if it's a cultural thing. I don't know. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying, though, is, is you know, yeah, George Floyd, same thing you said. Put your hands behind your back. I know. You get I in mean. a car. George Floyd is is still alive today. You know, Tyree Nichols. And just to be clear, puts his face, that doesn't gets excuse cuffed. officer's actions. None. But, you no, know, I'm not. It, but I'm saying you're right. If the just, you know, listen, that's what cops are for. You have a cop telling you to do something with a gun. What do you do, Joe? Well, I've always Joe, said, what do you do? Well, I've always what said. What do you do? You have a legal and moral obligation to comply with the police. That's it. And, and, and people can argue that all you... Listen, there are so many systems in place that if I violate your rights, or even if I'm mean to you, the city writes $20,000 checks like me and you swipe our debit card at the bar. Oh, the cop did that to you. All right, we'll give you twenty grand if you just uh, to shut up. Okay, so I mean, yeah, I don't. I mean, and and the, the I'm just trying to go home. But now here's the thing. So now they tried t first of all tasering they him, missed. doing whatever. They missed. So now the guy's afoot. Right. Right now he's on. Now we're that's run, it. We're now running. We're running. We're okay, running. we're running. So let's play uh, number two. All right, let's see what happens. And, and here. unfortunately, now this so now, is hold, where the emotions go from four to nine. Yes. Okay. So here we go. But his body cam is like make me nauseous. <laughs> so they found him. They found him. Hey, 
Stop it right there for one second. Just stop it. We don't, you know. So let me ask you a question. Is the pepper spray necessary there? I mean, is that excessive? As a cop, right? The guy's on the ground. He's crying for his mother. I don't, I don't, the crying for the mom thing, don't, I don't buy because I've had that happen hundreds of times. Um, that's, that's a, that's a, that's I, a, I, a I, ploy. I don't, I don't buy that shit, but. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this. Look at you. Um, Look at you. You have no sympathy for the mother. The no, I have a lot of sympathy for this family. Just for the record. <laughs> um, no, I'm talking about crying out for the mother. No, I mean, listen. Um, maybe the first Dodger Mace was, you know, because you know, again, you're dealing with a guy who ran. Um, he resisted. I think it's a fair assessment. I'm not going to say fork. Definitely, he without a doubt, there's so a I resisting guess, arrest. So, you know, you finally catch him. You get him down, and maybe you want to let him know, like, I'm not fucking around. You hit him with the mace. The the second dose of mace, when he's kind of on the ground, and, like, you see he's kind of like a fish, and he, he's not getting up to go. Uh, eh. Let me ask you this, though. As a, as a professional cop, you have these these... Cops are pretty big guys. I was going to say, they're not, they're not little boys. No, they're not little boys. They're pretty big. Is it that difficult to yes. get this guy yes. to get his hands behind his back? I don't know because I've never done it. 100%. It is. 100%. I could tell you right now, I can bring my pregnant little sister in here and put her on the ground and put her hands underneath her and say, Angie, don't let him cuff you. And it'll take four, five, six. Without inflicting pain, it ain't happening. Without inflicting pain. All right. All right. Continue. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Now, have have had cops been been invested in and received some type of maybe Brazilian jiu-jitsu training and stuff? It would be a lot more easier to do. Look at you. Look at you. Are you invested in that? No. The the problem is, like, we'll get to it. Like, this this incident stems from so many issues in, like, policing and police leadership and funding. We'll go over it when we're done, but, like, it's, it's, it's... it's a major pro- this is a major problem in policing right now. What is it? It's a lack of leadership. And I don't say that necessarily like lack of leadership from the police chiefs. It's from the politicians. In some instances it's the chiefs. Um Are you saying it's training? It's training and leadership. Well, here's the thing. You know, again, because of this whole police movement and defund the police, they lowered their standards the Memphis Police Department. Well, let me ask you something. When you when you defund the police, where, what you, what part of policing do you think gets defunded? When if you say just at, in general, no, right? in general, right? You're, you're you're in charge of a budget. You have a budget in front. I of you. would think that they're not going to hire more police officers. Okay, so that's a huge problem in itself because yes. many police departments are below staffing. And then after you know, and then you have attrition. Guys are leaving, retiring. So after non-new hires, what's next? Right? You can't control salaries because the cops make what they make. Right, you can't control equipment. You control certain levels of equipment, right? But I would say, like the police cars, like you got to service them. They got to work, you know. So eventually, what does it dwindle down to? What am I going to cut? Training, training, going up to upstate to train for three weeks. Whatever it is, I'm going to cut training. And then they always cut the training the cops need. And also, what they did here, and I'm not saying that I'm. An advocate because you have to have a college degree because I think college is highly overrated. I don't think you need overrated. college to be a cop. Yeah, it's highly overrated. But also, the, I'm just putting it out there. Memphis police used to have an associate degree type of entry level. You have to have an associate degree. Let me ask you a question. They you, took that away. It, okay, if, if this guy went to Nassau Community College or Suffolk Community College, got an associate's degree, that would have stopped this from happening? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I'm not saying that it would, but a guy that goes for two years to college shows me that this guy yeah, he gets is up, invested. He shows up and he writes. Yes, he's invested in the community. He's invested in himself. But I believe they said they it wasn't dismissed. And, it was and, waived. And it's meritocracy, not equity. Well, meritocracy being, yeah, you gotta, I got I into it. this thing because I did certain things as a reward. Now that I did this, I'm eligible. To be a cop. See, what I read was it was associate's degree, and then they still like for example, NYPD is sixty credits or two years military. I got on a job with no college. I was a twenty three year old kid right out of the Marine Corps. But you went into the military, right? Same so, shit, bro. But there, I believe even their, better. Their, I agree. Their policy was associate's degree or five years of work experience. Now, there's a valid argument. Hold oh, on, though. Five years of work experience is does me landscaping in the back of a truck. Hold on, though. But you Weed got whacking. Is that suffice? But you got to get up and show up for work every day. Just got to go to community do college. Do I? Do I? I don't how know. about every other? Day? How about seasonal work? Yeah, but here's the thing: you can't. It's got to be on the books. You know, the landscape of guys are off the books. So, like, if okay. I'm going to go, to, you know, what I'm saying, think about it. You're going to join the police department. I'm going to show five years of working. I got to show pay stubs. I got to show something. So Am I, I working at night at you know the titty joint on the books? Who knows? As the security guy out I, front? That guy's probably more qualified to be a cop than a 21-year-old kid who fucking graduated Suffolk Community maybe, College. Maybe you're on to something. <laughs> you know, like, When's the last uh, time you've been to a titty bar? Oh my god. Did you ever do undercover titty bar work? No, no, no. no. That would be a good job. That's a good job. Is there... Last time the NYPD did that, fucking Sean Bell happened. Oh. I was gonna say is there, so I guess there is. Yeah. There isn't no more. Alright, let's play this video. Let's see the rest. Now here on the left, just so you know, that's the pole, that's, that's the, the pole camera. Pole camera that you could actually, and that's the body cam on the right. Yeah, and you could actually see that pole camera in the video that we just watched. You could see it up on the on the uh, pole. All right, here, let's go. <laughs> now look uh, at that guy kicking him. No good. That that's no good. You're on a body cam. No, but you know what the problem with that is? That that kick was now he's got a baton. Yes, an asp. That kick. From what I've seen thus far, that set the tone for That was the, the, the match on the gasoline. Because you saw, if you go back, before that, they all had their hands on them. And then the guy kicks. And then it's like, oh, shit, we're going to fuck this dude up. That's the That opens that the was door the for the other on, cops. That's it. Okay, go ahead. Watch, he kicks, and then the guy goes, oh, shit, I'll hit him with my asp. Asp is what? What does that say? A, bata- uh, expandable a baton. battalion, okay. Give me a motherfucking Watch out. I'm gonna baton the fuck out of you. He the fuck it is. He the, watch out. Watch out. Give it to him. Give it to him. Stop that for one second. How much does that baton hurt somebody? I don't ever, I never hit a baton you know, over somebody. How much is that hurting that guy? For a baton in the head. From what I've seen. Oh, in the head? He's hitting him in the head. No, in the head. He's fucking cracking on his head open. He's fucking. You get hit with that thing. That guy looks like a linebacker. All right, that that guy. These guys look like they're six foot three, two forty. Right, right. Uh, if he hit him in the head, he split him open. There's no doubt about it. Hundred. If if he's hitting him in the head, I don't know. I can't tell if he's hitting him in the head or shoulder. But if he's hitting him in the head, he's splitting him open. All right, go ahead. Give us your hands. Same location. And it works. I was surgical with that thing. Look at it now, punching yeah, him in the I, face. I mean, just fucking cough him already, dude. All right, so let's go right into now. The third one is the cops. Now he's done. He's handcuffed. He's laying basically on the floor. And watch how they're bragging about what they did here. 
again, I haven't it, seen this. Yeah, so. so watch this. Yeah, play the third clip, number three. Bro, my shit been hurting all day, but when I seen that boy running, bro, that motherfucker ain't sorry no more, bro. Yes, bro. Look how big they are. That's a big boy right there on the left. Look at him. Those two EMS guys just got fired. Yeah, of course. Why? They're doing their job. They didn't are beat they? them up. Yeah, they don't do anything. What? What are they? I, I clipped this. They don't do shit. I don't know. The EMTs, what are they supposed to do? That's check, true. You check your vitals and bring them to the fucking hospital. Come on. That's Those true. two kids are scapegoats, man. That's bullshit. So now look, he put he purposely. Yeah. Now listen. I was hitting him with straight air, whatever he was oh, that's talking why, about. That's why they got indicted. How bad is that when you look at that? I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like it. Murder? Yeah, right? I mean, but for their actions. Well, has But the, for their actions. I'm talking about penal, guy, I'm to penal law now. We're talking. Uh, you know, I, don't talk emotion. Let's talk penal law. Well, murder one is premeditated, right? Murder two is we got no fight and I pulled the gun out and shot you. Right? And then murder three is maybe the felony murder. That's definitely felony murder. You're, definitely. Committing, a, you're yes. committing a felony and the guy died in the, uh, the interim. I mean, I, I personally think that the Fed's going to come in and take it. You think so? I mean, they did Rodney King. Why wouldn't you do this? Well, what's the federal law there? You're talking about... They, how that ain't a civil rights violation. What is? But what is a civil rights? It's it's black on black. You're saying that it doesn't have civil to be... Civil rights, I think by the the law, doesn't have nothing to do with race. I don't know about that, if civil rights, because then how, well, then feds should take every case. Why wouldn't they take... So? Why, why are they taking this case and not taking every police brutality case? Well, they didn't case? take Rodney King until they got acquitted. So why take... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so. they did that. That was... The, that was let's, let's jump on it. Now, my thing is, is this, right? Tell me... After watching those three things, tell me where white supremacy took place. No, it didn't. No, no, come on. Tell me. Joe the cop. All I, I see. Where is the white supremacy it's not, in there? It's not there. Why isn't there? There's no white people. <laughs> There's no white people. How can you have white supremacy? Hey, tell me, Joe. I got to tell No, me. I'm with you. There's not. But I also think that. You know, what, what do I always say? The, loud, the loudest person in the room doesn't represent the majority. And, you know, the, the one thing I will say that I think, you know, I could speak for a lot of my, my friends that are black that I think what pisses them off is because someone makes a comment. Oh, white supremacy. Oh, oh now they think it's white supremacy. Not everyone thinks that. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play this clip for you. This is MSNBC. The reporter's name is. Well, it's MSNBC. So I mean, uh, Mahidi Hassan, right? Just watch it. This is clip number four. Play clip number four for us. Just listen to what he says, and then we're just gonna talk about what he says. You surprised me. You had a whole clip of videos for me. Yeah, huh, I got ready, rock and roll. Here we go. First of all, leave that right there. That's the five. That's the white supremacy right there for you. Look at that white supremacy, Joe. Tell me about how white supremacy is involved in those five. Officers, there's nothing. It's stupid. It drives. Look at me. It drives me crazy. Yeah, but in fairness, I'm. I've only heard it from the media. Like, well, I, who else is going to well, talk what, about well, it? What I'm saying is, I'm in a lot of like. Okay, you, you know, heard it from the media. Don't worry about it. I got f clips. Oh, okay, <laughs> let's play this clip. Go ahead. This is the media. As you can see, they are all black men. So there you have it. The death of Tyree Nichols cannot be used as evidence of police racism or white supremacy, can it? Not if his alleged killers were five black cops. Nope. No racism here. Nothing to see. Go home. Checkmate, libs. 
That has been the attitude of a lot of conservatives and some liberals too in recent days. In fact, that was a line of argument pushed even by the black police chief in Memphis, that the race of the five officers proves it wasn't racism. Obviously, there's a lot of satire there. Right. In, I don't think so. I think that guy's a fucking jerk off. Yeah, you know, I'm saying though, but he's saying like, there's no white supremacy. He's obviously oh, yeah, yeah. Sarcas being, yeah, sarcasm yeah, yeah. there, right? So now he ta he brings up the police chief, who is also black. Yeah, but do you know the background with her? No, tell me. She was a major, uh, according to the New York Post. So for clearance, so if if they're wrong, I don't want to you know disparage this woman. But she was a major in the Atlanta Police Department. She ordered an investigation into, I believe, a female sergeant's husband for child porn. She went and told the investigators, don't look into it. I'm ordering you to close it. Long story short, the feds pick up the case. Funny how that works. And they dump it, they do the case, and the guy got arrested for kitty porn. She was then demoted from major to lieutenant and fired. But... The mayor of Memphis decided this was the fucking person to hire as the police chief. All right, I like that background. I like that background. It doesn't do anything for the clip I'm about to play, though, because watch what she says. Well, it goes to show you how the media so is all, she you know. says. So he said right there, the MSNBC reporter said, the Memphis chief, police chief, said there was no sorts of racism. Let's see what this she has to say. Let's play that. That doesn't mean her opinion is wrong, but she has skeletons. Well, okay. Let, oh, let, if the post is accurate. Okay. In fairness to her. You know what I mean? I if, would say that they probably are right. I, I would agree. But, yeah. And, and then you gotta ask Memphis mayor, like, you're firing someone? Equity. You're firing someone that was Demoted no, and fired. No, you're hiring someone. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're hiring, hiring like, someone. That's equity. That's this is what I'm talking about. It's not meritocracy. Right. It's equity. But if we I need apply, a black. We need a black police chief right. because Memphis is 60 percent black. But if I apply for that job, you know what they say? Oh, they wrote a bad article about you. You got the a last name Cruz. Imagine if Cozo Pizarro, applied. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you could be Puerto Rican. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, play it. It takes off the table that issues and problems in law enforcement is about race, and it is not. It's about human dignity, integrity, accountability, and the duty to protect our community. What's your thoughts on that statement? I mean, regardless of her Atlanta situation, I agree with what she says. 100%. And here's the other thing. You know, what she said kind of like sparked something with me, meaning like, why does it have to be about race? Why can't it just be good and bad? Not everything about policing, it's like, oh, they locked up a white guy, they locked up a black guy. It's, no, the guy did A and was arrested. Why can't it ever be that? Why can't it be, hey, man, these five cops, they overreacted. They, as you call them, thugs, whatever. They overreacted, they fucked up, they committed a crime, they're going to go to jail. No, the headline has to say five black cops or five white cops. It can't just say cops. I'll tell you why. Well, I know why, because it gets headlines, it gets attention, it gets... It's, it's not only that, though, too. Anything that the mainstream media can possibly do to vilify white Americans so the blacks and Hispanics and whatever other minority group hates those people and continuously votes Democrat. It's definitely about votes. There's no argument there. There's, there's no, no doubt about there's it. No doubt about but it. what does that do for society? No, it fucks it up. Because here's the deal. If you're Hispanic or black and you vote Republican, 
What are you? You're an Uncle Tom. You're an outcast. You're, you're an yeah, outcast. Yeah, yeah you're, you're whatever. You vote a lot. Oh, my God. And I'll never forget. I was at a barbecue about five you're years ago. You're a racist, and you've right. been subjected to yeah. white supremacy. Right. You have you no can't. And you have but, no pride in your race. No, and, but again, here it comes. You have no ability to think on your, your own, own right. thoughts. So I was at a barbecue. Think about how bad that is for black people to actually say, I'm going to agree with Democrats on what they say. Listen, I can't think for my own. Listen to how brainwashed... The media has some people. I was at a barbecue about f five, six years ago, where I was still living in Deer Park. And, you know, Trump was in office, and everyone's, you know, bringing up Trump and this, that. And I'm like, and my wife's looking at me, and I'm just like, I'm not saying a fucking thing. Like, I know my, my wife is, there's one thing my wife taught me in life is know your audience, <laughs> you know? And, uh, know the temperature of the room. Cause she knows I'll fight if I believe in a position. I'll fight to the death, but I'm also going to hit you with evidence on why my point, you know, it may not be right to you, but I'm going to hit you with evidence on why I'm making my point and my stance. Um, and I'll never forget, we were in the room, in the yard, and somebody said something, and she and this woman goes, you know what it's like knowing that my Titi from Puerto Rico can be deported back to Puerto Rico just because of this racist fuck? And I never forget, I turned my head. And I went, what did you just say? And she went, yeah. I said, your TT is your aunt. I, 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 I know I'm white and Spanish, and I don't speak Spanish, but I know what TT is. I said, did you just tell say your Puerto Rican aunt's going to get deported to Puerto Rico? She went, yeah, because of this racist motherfucker. And the whole room, because some people caught on right they away. They don't even like, realize it. She no, no, they caught on, yeah, 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 and yeah, they yeah. also know me. And I looked at her, and I said, you know, as pretty as you are, you are one of the dumbest fucking people walking the earth. I wouldn't be able to do that. And I walked away. I wouldn't be able to do that. I can't do that kind of... I can't get no, the, to the vulgar. You. you know what? I can't get to no. the vulgar. There's a point of stupidity. That's because you had a gun. I can't... I don't no, have a gun. I'm not I can't a barbecue. Talk. I didn't... I have one of them But now. you still have, have it. You still have <laughs> you know? access to it. But... Yeah, but I don't need it for a girl. And, uh, you know, but my point was, like, there's a certain level of stupidity when it rises to a level that you have to be mean. Because they got so stupid because people coddled them. And that goes back to the deballing of this country. It's like my son's 17. He tells me a couple <laughs> he tells me a couple weeks ago, you know, Bubba, and we're going back and forth, you know, I'm arguing with my 17-year-old son who I want to fucking choke. And he says something like, you know, Dad, I have a say. And I went, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I said, you don't have a say in anything. You got nothing. And he goes, I, well, they said it's, I go, no, 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 no. You got nothing. Nothing. I said, nothing. I pay this fucking more. I said, motherfucker, I pay your car insurance and your cell phone. You have no say. Oh, i go throw it myself. And I told him. I, I said. i go throw it myself. I said, at 18 years old, because he's like, I'm moving out. And we all did it. At 18, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Go ahead. Go. I said, Joe. Invite me over for Christmas. Yo, bro. Me and Lisa, that's my wife, his stepmom, we fully support. You going out to the uh -huh. real world at 18? Yeah. Uh-huh. I said, I'll even tell you this. I said, you know, at 18, no, nobody's going to rent you an apartment. I said, if you got a full... He wants to go to trade school. So I'm, and I'm okay with that. Because mm -hmm. that's another thing, I think, with the society. Just work. But, but we need, but we need, you know, the trades. We need the plumbers, the electricians. And um, that's what he's interested in. So I said, I said I'm going to pay for you to go to trade school. It's like two nights a week. But you're going to get a full-time job. You could save your money, your first and last month security, whatever they do now, and I will co-sign with you for your landlord to go, hey, this is, you know, I have a pension, I have a salary at my new job, if, you know, I will co-sign, if he fucks you on the rent, I'll, I got it. 
I said, you want to go? I'll, I'll help you. fuck out. I'll even pay for the moving truck. Right. You and got it. And, and listen, I, I would hope nothing. I would pray to Jesus every night that he succeeds. But the one thing that, oh, you're a, you're a girl parent, right? The one thing, boy parents, boys sometimes learn by falling on their face. Of course, you're Some, a guy. You right. fell on your face. Sometimes a boy needs to sit up, look around the room, and go, "I need my fucking dad." Or if they don't have a dad, you know, I need my mom. I yes. need help. I need and go and go, Dad. What do I need I some do? guidance. What do I do? This is what you do, boy. Boom, boom, boom. And they need that. Sometimes, sometimes they don't. I know. Sometimes I, they don't. I, I, I agree. You know, sometimes they don't. But what do we got? What's the next video? Let, let's play now. This is the reporter again. MSNBC after he plays the clip of the chief. All right, here we go. Here's number six. No, what? Just because the officers who assaulted him were black. I mean, the idea that black cops can't be racist towards other black people on the street, in school, at traffic stops must come as a huge surprise to millions of black people in this country who've had to deal with black cops. The idea that black and brown people can't internalize white supremacist tropes, narratives, ways of seeing the world is something that I, as a brown man, am telling you is just patently untrue. Well, you know what's interesting about that is like, it doesn't have to be white. It could just be hate. How about that? How come you can't just say, you're saying this in person can't have hate in their heart? Is that guy an American citizen? Who that MSNBC yeah. guy? I would assume that he's an M he's an American citizen now, but I don't know. He's obviously not born here. Right. So shut the fuck up. Here's the <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent. Like shut the fuck up. Here's the thing. Again, I just want you to tell me in case I'm missing something because I can't figure. I got a puzzle. I can't put it together. No, no but see, they what. hooked you, Joe. No, they didn't hook me. No, they did. No, all you're talking about is white supremacy. I don't know where. Show me. But this is what they want. No, not me. I'm not the guy. I'm against it. No, but, but no, you no, talked no. about it more than he did. He talked about it for two minutes. No, that's not it. It's the people that. I, you want to see? Do you want to see who I'm talking? Do you want to see who? You want to no, see what I, I'm saying? I know after like two hours, he's going to be like, oh, man, we no. ran this really long. So, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you want to see? Let's First of all, let's just go down the list. Let's just do it down the list. Go to number seven. This is your boy. Rogan? Number seven. No, this uh, is your boy. Rogan's my guy. Number seven. Not be second to Kozo, though, but, you know. Go ahead. Uh, this uh, is your boy. I think uh, race is still on the table. Uh, when a culture of policing historically has treated uh, those from different groups differently, uh, even when the individuals are from that same group. So, go ahead. There's Eric Adams, mayor of New York, saying, yes, there was signs of racism, even though it was... Five black cops, a black civilian, and a black police chief, and 60% of Memphis is black. What does Eric Adams want? Tell me. What does he want? Uh, are, you, are you asking me a question? Is it yeah, rhetorical? Next question. What does he want? Publicity. Money. Think deeper than that. What does he want in like three years? You think that he wants to get out of being a mayor of New York and run for president of the United States? I'm sure he's thinking that, but let's just go short term in the key of politics. What Governor of New York? Votes. He wants votes. He wants votes. And if, it's already proven, if you can appease two groups in New York, you're going to win every election. Are you saying blacks and, and liberals and, and or Hispanic and liberal? Uh, My opinion is Hispanics this. are weird because they split. They're either like hardcore, like like Hispanics are stubborn people, and they're like hardcore left or hardcore right. I'm going to tell I'm going to tell you the truth. My biggest issue isn't with blacks. 
I so, hope not. Getting, no, no, <laughs> getting this type of propaganda yeah, in their yeah. head and thinking. It's not Hispanics. It's actually white liberals who I think are so brainwashed and, and believe this nonsense. And I'm going to prove it to you right now. Play clip number 10. Watch this clip. This is this is the coup d'etat. What is it called? What, what, what are we looking for? This is the grand of all grands. Oh, oh look, you can tell oh, yeah, it. I, you don't. You know what? I, you don't even have to fucking play this. Can you? <laughs> is it? Look at me. Can you spot out at Target a liberal? This person. From a mile away? Listen to me. This driver. <laughs> this person drives. A fucking Prius or a Subaru. Subaru! With Vermont tags. Yes. With a coexist sticker on the back. Yes. With a yes. uh, Biden Obama bumper sticker. Yes. 100%. 100%. Oh, and also anti corporation stickers with their AirPods in their ears. Yes. Here we go. Play it up. Let's roll. I got a message today for Oh, my God. People. She got a better fade than us. White people listening, paying attention. I wouldn't mind if you would do this with me. We rub our chests, we find our heartbeat. And we say, we did this. We did this. I hope she crashes a fucking car. White supremacy did this. I'm talking about Tyree Nichols. Police didn't do this. The Memphis Police Department didn't do this. White supremacy did this. Look at me. Look at me. White supremacy. It wasn't those five black police officers that killed that civilian. You know what I tell you, Joe? You know what I tell you, Joe? Oh, God. God, it drives me bananas. I can't Hold sleep on. Ready? I, I ready? Sleep ready? Ready? Night. Mental illness is a real fucking thing. Yes. That, I mean, that, that, there's, for that woman... I don't. I don't know. I sh I, if I, she might get mad at me for calling her a woman. She might be a fucking whatever these new things are. Um, that that's insane. And and it goes back to you. You know where it comes. To, everyone's got to be included, right? This think about who this woman is. She tell me who this woman is. I don't Show, know. Bring, well, I, I'm calling my, you. What you I'm saw that, that video. Is, tell uh, me a little bit about her. What do you you know? Uh, tell me a little bit about this. She girl goes life. to the dog park. You know, like. I said, <laughs> She drives a Subaru or a Prius, you know, like, and she's at every fucking rally for every CNN right. all no, not, day right, long. But she's Black Lives Matter. You know, mental illness is real, and this woman stopped her day in what she was doing and said, "I think people give a flying fuck what I have to say." And I'm assuming this was like Instagram or something, right? I'm looking at the bottom at her name. So what is that? Either Facebook or Instagram, right? Either TikTok, whatever. Uh, TikTok, right. Her and her nine followers. She's viral. It's insane. She is. Look at me. Completely viral on Twitter. Because of this one clip. This video. Well, of course. And, and it goes back. And that's another argument that you could go with is like, are people saying shit in this modern day and age just to fucking become viral? Who knows? Think about how can she possibly think it's white? We can't blame the. Police. Can you imagine? I called with my background, right? I called all the news outlets and said, "Hey, I'm a retired New York City police sergeant. I'm highly decorated, Marine veteran, and I want to come on your 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 platform and speak out against NYPD policy." I would probably get return phone calls every day. You would be on eight o'clock, right? With Jake Tapper. But since I retired, the three phone calls I got 
to come on as I'm not gonna say the stations, but to come on as a uh, you know in, in regards to an incident, I was abundantly clear that I will support the fucking police, and the police are not wrong. Boop, boop. I don't hear anything. It's unbelievable. Why? It doesn't sell. It doesn't sell. It's not the narrative. You it want the narrative? Sell. Yes. I will. I said it. You know, I will back the cop. Let me tell you something, man. I retired. I think going on eighteen months or so. I have more respect for the police now than I ever did when I was on the job. Why is that? Because you see things you don't see when you're on the job. When you're on the job, you think we're, we're all suckers and everything sucks. Oh, I got to work New Year's Eve. It blows. I got to work Thanksgiving, you know? And then, like, then you retire. And then you and New Year's sucks at home. God, fuck it. But even when you work, it's four degrees out. It's snowing or it's raining. Yeah, it's but you're getting paid. Yeah but, yeah, but some asshole fucking inspector's like, you got to stand on the corner. It's like, dude, I'm not preventing anything from happening, you know? And um, it was, uh, I think it was Thanksgiving. I ran out to 7-Eleven for something. I think I, you know, I don't know what it was, but I obviously fucked up because I had to run out to 7-Eleven. So I ran out, and, it, and I saw uh, in the parking lot of a shopping center two Suffolk cops. You know, it's like 4.30, and I'm like, these poor fucking guys. You know, everyone's home eating with their families. All these people hate the police and talk about these guys' pensions and all that. And these two mopes are sitting in, stop and shop parking lot. There's no, there's nowhere open for these guys to eat, right? Where are you getting food? Nowhere. Maybe a diner, maybe, you know? So, typical me, I ran home, got two plates, brought it out to them. And right away, they're like, oh, we're good. I'm like, dude, I'm retired from the job. I'm like, you know, I appreciate what you guys do. And I had a half-hour conversation with them, but... You they didn't want to take it from a stranger at right, first right. to, to I, get I poisoned. Take, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I don't know how to show them like my police ID. Like, yo, dude, yeah. I'm one of you, you know. And uh, you know, I really respect what the police do, and I, and I I will say it is the toughest job on the in the world. I think. And it's especially in New Tougher York City. Tougher than being a heart surgeon. Suffolk is one thing. New York City pay is horrendous in comparison yo, to Suffolk County. Do you know how? Eric, can you Google this? Can you Google um how many years is the New York City PBA? Working without a contract, I think it's seven years. It's five or seven years. Wait, for your first seven years, you could be you could. No, 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 no. They have not gotten a raise. Oh, okay. In five to seven years, it's, it's horrible. And nobody has. A problem and here's with the thing: you have a mayor who's a well, former the, NYPD. And his, to fairness, the rumor is he's trying to fix it. That's what. Some, what am I looking for? How? When's the last time the NYPD got a raise? Well, just put an NYPD PBA contract. It'll have the last year. But the rumor is Eric Adams is trying to fix things. But, you know, how, how do you expect... you If you want people to act professional, you have to treat them professional. And they don't do that. They don't do that with New York City cops. It's disgusting. It's disgusting how they're treated. Let's, let's, uh, let, let's talk a little bit about the country in itself. Right? You, you love America? Love it. Look, every Look time you. I come on, a patriotic shirt, yeah. baby. What do you think? I think we're going through a phase, and I think, you know, it's funny. Me and my brother were talking. My brother's a, you know, my brother's a combat veteran, recognized for heroism in combat. He's a detective. He does homicides and shootings. And we were talking the other day, and I said, you know, bro, I said, whoever our enemies are, whether it's China or Russia, they're just sitting there watching right now. And I said, we'll be long gone. Thank God for them. <laughs> but we'll be long gone. And I said... Eventually, they're going to make their fucking move. You think... I think you're 100% wrong. No. 
they're going to make you move, and you'll still be here. Nah. It's too you'll ma- nah. look almost exactly the way you look now. No. They'll never make the move. It's funny. There's a, there's a comedian. I thought of you. There's a comedian. They did a skit, right? And it was talking about rednecks. You know, I love rednecks, you know, and uh, I love female rednecks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Country gals. <laughs> and um, what cracked me up was the guy was saying, he goes, you know, he goes, our country will never get invaded. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, no, they never invaded. He's like, can you imagine these motherfuckers pull up on the shore of like South Carolina by Georgia and Texas? He's like, everybody got guns. He's like, by the time they get the Marines and Navy and everyone ready, they'll get there and the Red X will be like, yeah, we got these motherfuckers. Don't worry about it. Kind of clean it up. And I was like, you're right. Because even on Long Island, think about it, man. If there was a group of Russians or China, China soldiers going down the LIE, there'd be hundreds and thousands of they Long Island. Okay, what about, what about the opposite? Go to the West. You well, have these. There's, they have so much gun control laws yeah, in got, California. Well, you got Camp Pendleton. And where's China? So you think right. China's going to invade New York? No, they're going to invade L.A. They're going to invade yeah. Oregon. They're going to invade invade Washington. I mean, listen. The whole gun control thing is. Uh, do you see like a? Uh, no, no. Hold on. Before we get to gun control, I, I want to stick to this because we we jump. We're a jumper. Right. It's a Joe thing. Yeah, I know. Talk. You really think that? You don't see within the next five years what's no. happening in Ukraine. No. What do you think is going to happen? Let me ask you this. I don't know how you know. I don't know how up to date you are in certain global things. What do you think is going to happen in Ukraine? What do you think the end result is with Ukraine? I don't know, but I got to tell you, um, I followed it a lot in the beginning, and then I was kind of like, all right, then, like this shit's still going on, like. I think that's I think ninety percent of American then, like, citizens. But then, think like that, you know, being a veteran, you know, I deployed to Iraq, and like I'm sitting, there, I'm like, fuck, like Russia didn't trample through that fucking place. Like, look how big Canada, look how Mexico, right? I I think it's you can arguably say the United States to Mexico is the same size from Russia to Ukraine. Russia's actually probably big, bigger in the scale. Well, Russia's one of the biggest right. continents Can you in the imagine world. tomorrow? I think they're the biggest. Uh, tomorrow, the American president was like, yeah, we're going to take over Mexico. We'd have it in a day. <laughs> one day, we'd be like, yep, yeah, well, here we go. They couldn't do it. Who can't do it? Russia. They didn't do it. Listen, they didn't do it. There's I, no, they n- didn't do no, it. No, no, no. I, and I and this is why Bro, I Bro, they had tanks running out of gas. No, I'll tell you what's going on. They can't do an all-out war because they know if they do an all... First of all, they could... Tra- all they got to do is invade and go in all, all out. They know they can't do that because you have France, Britain, Germany, United States. They'll all come in and say, what are you doing? So what they're doing... So why the United States is allowing this to all go on is because the longer that this goes on the way it is, the more money Raytheon makes, Boeing makes, Lockheed Martin makes... a lot of theories with that. A lot of NGOs are making, all of the corruption... The stockholders make money. The corruption that's going on. Where's all the money going? Where's all the money going? I got a question for you. You, You'll love this question. Would Putin have been... Invaded Ukraine if Trump was president. No. No fucking way. Not a chance. No, no. but here's the thing, because you want to know what Trump would have said? Trump would have gone He wouldn't have had to say anything. No, Trump would have <laughs> gone over there with these two countries, and this is exactly what he would say. He'd say, all right, let's sit there like that. I'd say, as you say, Ukraine, you're not getting any more money from us, so right. I don't know what you... I, you and and Russia, you're not invading, so... Yeah, so we're going to work this out. Right. We're going to see what everybody wants, and let's get a peace negotiations going, and that's the end of it. But that's why... 
they hated Trump. You want to know why they hated Trump? It's the same reason why they hated JFK. Peace. Well, Trump had, I'll tell you this, Trump had a lot of flaws and a lot of great things going for him. But the one thing I, I you know, and it blows my mind when people say this about Trump, uh, bad things in regards to this, is that, yeah, the guy had his flaws, but, I mean, listen, he let you know America's the big dick in the room. Yes, like but, he that's, but that's... He didn't give a fuck. But, like, but that's not what I'm saying. The reason why the establishment hates Trump is the same reason why the establishment hated JFK and well, peace, Nobody makes money in peacetime. Because, exactly. You know. He wanted peace. I'm, bro, I'm fucking trashed. Stop. No, I'm not trashed like uh, that, but I'm saying I'm good. I'm but, ready to go out. Oh, boy. I'm ready to go out. But you know, You're no, not ready to go out? I'm, I'm going to have another one. No, but I'm you, saying, though. Is this you, is my setting right here, bro. No, but Bullshit I'm say- with my boy, drinking yeah, 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 some I know, scotch. You, you need know? a cigar now. I do need a cigar. You yeah. need a cigar. You're not, you're not, so now that you're off the job, you smoking pot? No. You won't try it? I didn't say that. Uh, my new job... Won't uh, let you, know, you do the pot. Um, it's actually not against policy, but uh, the assignment I'm in, it's highly frowned upon. With the assignment. <laughs> yeah. You know what assignment I'm in? I'll be a Gugats assignment. Hey, good, man. You assignment. Know, like, uh, I'm in an assignment. Yeah. I like that. I the like t- that. The title I have, it's highly frowned upon, so I'll put, they pay me very well, so I'm going to play the game. I think pot know. is so overrated. Uh, I don't know. Um, hmm. I don't know. Reading the tea leaves. <laughs> this guy's tea. doing conspiracy. Uh, what else? So, what, so let me ask you this, though. So now that you're retired, tell me about retired life. How is it for you? So I'm quasi-retired. You know, I, I got a job. I don't want to say the company's name, uh, but I, I, I work for a, a very uh, relevant corporation. I do executive protection work. Um, it's good. You know, I, I, my schedule is four on, four off, and uh, it's cool having, like, I mean, listen, I, I've sometimes worked 60, 70 hours in my four days. Hold on, hold on. But I don't even care because I'm home for four days four after. Four days. Yeah. Give me day one. What time do you wake up on day one? Five. Five a.m.? Yep. Off. I'm talking about off. The days that you're off. Oh, shit. Um, today's day one, so I'll tell you. <laughs> so uh, the wife woke up. She sets her alarm for 7 because she leaves the house at 8. So I set, the, I set my alarm for 8. <laughs> and then uh, I think I woke up around 8, 8.30. What time are you in bed? Last night, I think. Uh time did I get home? I was in bed. La- I worked last night, so in bed around 1. 12.31. 12.31, up around 8. That's a regular hour of sleep. Yeah, I'm okay with it. It's more than I ever got for <clears throat> fucking the last 20 years. You get up. Now what? I don't I play with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> I made an Eggo waffle. Ah, I think I text you. I was like, yo, Eggo waffles are the best. I text you like, yo, are we, we still, on? Yeah, we still on. And yeah, then, uh, yeah. And then uh, I let my dog out, and then she started yelling at me because it started snowing. So she started like ramming. The, I have a Rottweiler. It's 110 pounds. So she started like ramming the door. I let her in. You got to uh, bring her over to my German Shepherd. Well, my yeah, German Shepherd's my, are bad boys, bro. Oh, they're my, not good. Bo- they're not good dogs. My Ronnie, she's a little sassy. Yeah, she and, my, uh, and I have this young German Shepherd. He's the same way, but it's a female, and he's not fixed, so he might she's go crazy. Fixed. Um, my dog is very cool. She's never growled at me, anything. But it's funny, like she's. Uh, I always tease my wife, and I'm like, "Yo, she's like the female. She's you. She's the dog version of you." Because my dog will come up to you and like you could pet her and she'll love it and like after four minutes she'll be like okay that's enough like she'll look at you and if you don't stop she'll be like what is uh like, she'll let you know like okay you pet me move on bitch you know like you have a Rottweiler like uh, let, I love her again would you get another Rottweiler oh absolutely my wife said or no, would you no get more an- dogs but I gotta tell you the truth these dogs they're my- tough. It is. But you're retired, so it's like, you know what? That gives you something to do as a retiree. I, I got plenty of shit to do. But I'm just saying, four days, you know, 
when you're working and you're not retired and you're sitting there saying to yourself, I got another 20 years no, on dude, this. Dude, I hunt. I fish. Me and my, the, the problem is, like, me and my wife want to go away. I got this 110-pound Rottweiler. And she's fixed. She's fixed. Set it a pet go for a week. No, I, I have a, I have a. Uh, you have a guy. I have a guy. I got a guy. Um, <laughs> he has a. He's actually retired. Yo, this guy's awesome. Oh, I got it. You know what, man? Uh, Quail Run Kennels. I'll give him a shout out. He's in. Um, he's in Medford. He's a retired Suffolk County canine guy. He retired in like 1980. It's like, guys, been retired longer than I'm alive. You bring the dog over there. Uh, he's he and you know he's always like Joe. She's great. She's great. He bathes. He's like, she's a great dog. And I'm like, oh, well, you're a fucking pro, so if you tell me that. But you, know. you got to bring her, the dog over there. Dude, it's four minutes from my house. But you bring the dog over there. And they have a, she gets like her own room or whatever it is. And there's other dogs there too? Yeah, but they keep them separate. And does the dog have to be fixed? No, doesn't matter. How much is it? Is it, is it reasonable? 39 a night, I think. That's nothing. 39 for Yeah, it's not bad. It's not it's bad not, at all. No, and, and, and he loves it because I got to bring her own food. My dog has an allergy, so I have... um. A special food I got to feed. That right there, I'm telling you, is the hidden business. I didn't believe you. And then one day, I, I last time I picked her up, I said to the girl working there, I said, hey, how many kennels you got here? She's like, 80. And I'm like, 80, 80, 39, 80, 39. 39. I'm like, fuck. And then yes. she's telling me, she goes, oh, yeah. She goes, "You." Ble- it was new. It was actually, I picked her up um, the week in between Christmas and New Year's. Hey, where the hell did me and my wife go? Oh, no, Thanksgiving, because I went... Nope, it was then, because you know what? My daughter graduated the police academy down in Georgia in December. So I went down, and we came back. I picked the dog up. It's talking to her. And she goes, yeah, you believe it? All these people are calling now, because in three years, in three days, it's Christmas. She's like, whatever. She goes, yeah, we're booked. And I'm like, oh, we're booked. How many? She goes, 80. I said, holy fuck. 80. I said, fuck, $2,400 a day. Think about just... A day. Think about just watching day. dogs. Having a good time. Hey, come on, Lucy. Come on out. This and that. Hey, you, you give dogs, dogs a lot of credit, bro. Some Ooh. dogs are fucked up. Oh, I know. You know, some dogs like, uh, like my dog, man, she looks like, I remember the first time I picked her up. <laughs> I pick her up. She got in the car. She just looked at me like, you motherfucker. When you first got her? You left me. How old was she? Oh, when you got her from the from the kennel. Yeah, from yeah. The, she was, from the she, place. my dog's seven, so this is within a year. She just looked at me like, you left me. You son of a bitch. Like and like, I can almost I can almost like read her thoughts, and like she, I went to pet her and she turns her head. I'm surprised that you in the police saw like is that a difficult position to get canine canine unit? Oh, uh, like did you? Well, it's not a, did no, you I ever think about it? it? No, I like kicking down doors, man. That was my thing. But uh, no, I never thought of it. You know, it's, it's uh, you have the canine unit. But I see these guys at Penn Station. I think that's the worst oh, the job M- in the world. MTA guys, they sit there, and. They stand. MTA cops got a good job, bro. Relax. They do. Penn Station, Jamaica Station. I know, Grand but Central it's boring Station. as fuck. They're not in you the fucking. Uh, they're not in the projects of Brooklyn. No, I, I don't want to be in the projects I, of Brooklyn. I, I mean, uh, what's the worst part? What 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 is the worst part of Brooklyn to be a cop in? Is it Bed Stuy? I worked in Bed Stuy. I was in the seven nine, uh, and then I was in the Brooklyn North Gang Squad. So we covered every. Pre- I think. When you go like pound for pound, I think the seven three precinct Brownsville, Brooklyn, Brownsville is the fucking worst place in the world, dude. It's terrible. It's, it's a square mile of just sheer terror. Like it's bad. Can you believe that what they're letting happen in like New York City alone with well, shooting you know, up? It's and, for, all right. I know and, we're and, I know we're running along here, but I, this is the thing I was starting to bring up before about like leadership. You know, with policing, and it's like we talked about that police chief in Memphis, and and if that story is true with the Atlanta thing, which 
I don't see why it wouldn't be because they published it because that'd be a lawsuit if it's not true, right? I mean, um, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, when it comes to cops and bosses, I want the best person qualified hired, plain and simple. And the problem I, I you're seeing like, and I'm going to use my old job, the NYPD, and and, and listen. And, and full disclosure and disclaimer before I go into the next comment, there are some amazing bosses in the New York City Police Department. You know, um, I want to name them, but I don't want to, like, bring attention to them. But there are two three-star chiefs that I know personally that are just two amazing men, you know. And they're amazing leaders, and they look out for their guys. And if you're a good cop, they, they do what they can for you. Um, and there's a lot of bosses like that in the NYPD. They really are. You know, they really are. Um, but for every boss that's absolutely great, there's a toxic piece of shit. And But it's like that in every job. Well, that's what I was getting at. It's like, you know. There's the, great lawyers, right. and then there's scales. And, and people forget that the police department, in the grand scheme of things, and people forget this, it's a business. It's all it is, right? Who's your CEO? The police commissioner, right? Then only the police commissioner, you have your, your senior vice presidents. Right? How much? Hey, we got a quota. You got to get some money. You got to get the tickets. Well, I'm, I'll be honest with you. As far in my career, I, the Chiefs don't give a fuck about quotas and tickets and money. But you know where where does a big disconnect is? Remember something: you can become a police captain just off three tests. Right? You, you ne theoretically you could never make arrest. You can never work in a busy place. You can you could hide for let's say 12 years of your career and become a police captain. Real quick, so you had the worst, what's the best place to be? As you're saying that. So if, you, if you're gonna cruise before you take these three tests, where is the best place to cruise? Define best. Low crime? Brighton, Be Brighton Beach. Is it low crime? Or is it pretty girls and bright lights? Is it? <sighs> pretty girls, it's pretty good. Midtown South. <laughs> no, but where is? Midtown South, Times Mid Square. Where is the easiest that you're not going to get shot, cush job, you don't worry about your safety, you go in, you do a couple of, you, you do your rounds, and you go home? Um, full disclaimer. Howard Beach? Full disclaimer. Um, you can get shot anywhere, because bad guys drive. Um, I think, generally speaking, the slowest precincts, if I remember correctly, are like the 123 in Staten Island. That's like cop land. It's all cops and firemen. Uh, the 111 in Bayside, Queens is, is, you know, they get like the bullshit, the Bell Boulevard fights, the DWIs. And I think someone said once the 5-0 in the Bronx is very, uh, you know, slow. Bougie? Yeah. But uh, you know what? What I would say is just in fairness to everybody is every place has like their um, their challenges. You know, yeah, if you work in a precinct where it's nothing but cops that live there. And you want to play cops and robbers, can you really play cops? You can't, you know? And a lot of times, guys don't have a say in where they go. So, you know, I kind of get that part of it. Um, I got a couple of questions before we round it out here. I want to just ask you, you just... just we got to do a part two, because there's, there's a lot left on the uh, table. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> 2024, do you think a Republican could win the presidency? Because whether or not you think that it's been hijacked... The elections or not maybe you do maybe you don't i don't know but do you think that a republican can win and if you it is is it trump or is it desantis i think it probably i think desantis would steamroll an election you think he would steamroll over donald trump in i think he crushes trump in the primary <sighs> but trump fucks him because he runs as an independent and splits the vote. Look at you. You really think that, huh? Can I, 
What is there not to like about Ron DeSantis? I love Ron DeSantis. But I, and it should be, I like Trump. I was a Trump supporter. I think Trump's fucking crazy, but I like that. But, um, I mean, how do you not support Ron DeSantis? Guy was a Navy, naval officer. I mean, if there's one state during COVID and all this other bullshit that survived, it was Florida. <laughs> Can I, Eric, if you can go, I think it's in the trash folder. If you go to trash... And then you got to move it over, I guess, over to desktop real quick. It says DeSantis. It's a DeSantis video. You see it? Can you just play that? I want to play that video for you, and then let's see if it changes your mind. Oh, here we go. All right. Is it a Trump video against just, DeSantis? Just, no, just, I just want you to play. All right? I just want you to watch. I'm not going to say anything. Just want you to watch it and see what happens. Are you good to go? Who, who do you vote for, Trump or DeSantis? I'm Trump all the way. Over DeSantis. I want DeSantis the next eight years after that. I got four more years of Trump. Why not use it? He's 70 years old. He's gonna. He's the one that will go against the estate. I know I can rest for four years. But so will DeSantis, I think. Okay. I think, but, but, I think, but then if I get four out of Trump and eight out of DeSantis, I got 12. But I think... If I, I get DeSantis now, Trump's never coming back. But I think if you get Trump, you never get DeSantis. No, I don't think so. Uh, you ready to go with this? Well, here we go. Watch and I'll this. tell you why after. Here we go. Watch this. Tell me what you Everyone think. Everyone knows my husband, Ron DeSantis, is endorsed by President Trump, but he's also an amazing dad. Ron loves playing with the kids. Build the Build wall. The wall. <laughs> he reads stories. Then Mr. Trump said, you're fired. I love that part. He's teaching Madison to talk. Make America great again. People say Ron's all Trump, but he is so much more. Big league. So good. I just thought you should know. Ron DeSantis for governor. I think that's funny. It's great. I think it's hysterical. But now he's going to go against Trump? Hold on, though. He, Trump, he just used Trump back into then to get to be the governor. Hold on, though. And you're going to disrespect Trump and now go against him? If it wasn't for Donald Trump, you would never be governor. Hold on, though. He but, won by the slimmest margins. But the American way, like, first of all, if they were both men, Trump would welcome DeSantis to, to run against them. No, I think that we should. No. That's and not, vice, no, absolutely. No, no, see, no. See, you got guy code. No, you don't. Not in politics. Not in. No. See, not bro, in what? No, not no. in what? Not in what? If, if me. I'm a man. Me and, and you're, you're a man. Me and you are friends. Are you saying because it's politics, we we don't go against guy code? No. But what I'm he saying is. He hooked him up. He, okay. he helped him out. What I'm saying. Yeah, but you know what? Nah. But. In fairness, you I could, don't like that guy. But you could say this: you can say Trump had his second run chance at a second run, and he blew it. Did he blow it? I, well, here's what I'll say about the election: Did he blow it? Because I remember what I said in the beginning. If you think a Republican could ever win again, no, we'll win again, absolutely. Can we? Yes. But I tell you what, I'm, I'm not, not a, saying it like I'm that. Not a believer. I'm not saying it. Hold, like I'm not that. a believer of the whole. Hold it, rig the machines and and this wild one. No, I'm not with that. What I'm with is this: the Democrats, and I'm a Republican for the record. Their marketing scheme was genius. Like whoever was Biden's campaign manager, that guy should have got a five million dollar bonus because he said it. Hey Joe, shut the fuck up. Stay in the basement. Don't say a word. Democrats play chess. Republicans we play, play we play, play Twister. When is the last time a Repu yeah. <laughs> when is the last time a Republican knocked on your door campaign? I agree with you. You're right? 100 percent so, right. So oh, now let's go back to two Republicans. Hold on. But with that, with that said, 
right? You made me fuck up my train of thought here. Because we're talking uh, about two Republicans. No, because what I'm saying is, with the election, you know, he told Biden to stay in. And I remember, we, I, was, I was still on the job, we were at work watching the campaigns. And Trump, Trump was like, Trump was doing great in the debate. And then he mentioned and he insulted Joe Biden's son. Not Hunter, this fucking quack. The other, Bo. Bo. And you saw Biden. Joe, <laughs> Joe Biden left being a presidential candidate and went into dad mode. And he said, don't you dare talk about my Bo. He's a hero. But the point I'm getting at is I looked at my buddy and I went, that just fucked him. That just fucked Trump. Because anybody that was on the border was like, damn, man, he's attacking this kid's son. And Bo was the good son. So I was like, damn. And then, and what else did him in, man? What I think, and he, and Tr Trump, and my, again, I'm not a fucking political analyst, but, I mean, he turned Arizona into a fucking blue state. He went after the, he, he went after John McCain. Like, John McCain is a rhino. Whatever you want to call him, the guy. And you know what? I got to tell you the truth. Hold on, though. Whatever I you want to call him. I have to tell you the truth. But whatever you want to call him, nah. the guy served our country, was a fucking tortured POW. There's ways to go at him politically. He, you cannot say, well, if he was that good at serving, you wouldn't have gotten caught. You didn't serve. Well, he actually won the presidency, even though he said that. Uh, agreed. But you have Republicans. Margins, baby. Look at Lee Zeldin with Hochul. I fucking hate Hochul. But look at Lee Zeldin. Lee Every Zeldin doesn't have juice. No, but there's but, no juice. Hold on, though. There's no. He has the right message. But he was right there. But he's, there's no juice. You know how many votes he lost by? How many? Three hundred thousand. There's no juice. But in New York, that's nothing. You're not listening. There's no juice. Well, he's... he's Lizelle, you know. uh, somebody that's going to go against Hochul is Joe Cozo. That's going to go out there and actually... And have some pizzazz. Well, I think not, a, yeah. not a Lee Zeldin that is, a, is vanilla on its surface, but has a good message. Yeah, he needed a little more like pep in his step. Yes. Um, I saw him. I went to a fundraiser. And I met him. And I saw him. And I knew, as soon as I walked out of there, I said right to the guy that I was with, I said, He's not going to win. No fucking way. The only reason why I vote for him is because I'm a Republican. But here's the thing. Let me explain something to you. If it's Forget about rigged elections and all that other bullshit. It's because the person that you saw in that video, it's white supremacy. That white liberal, they go out and they make sure they're online and they vote. It's the conservatives. No, they vote from home. Whatever it is, but it's the conservatives. We that don't are vote. Working nine to five or nine to ten that don't are tired when they come home and they don't go and vote. That's I, why. But I blame them. Yes, and here's why. Yes, here's why. That's the person. Every job on the face of this green earth, it's a it's a law. Hey, I'm coming in late. I'm voting. And you know what? When I was a cop, and my wife worked nine to five in Manhattan, right? She got on the Long Island Railroad. You know when me and her got up and voted? What time did the polls open? Six a.m. There you go. And we got up. We got in the car. We went and voted at six a.m. That's together. what I'm saying. Me and my wife, we vote together every election. That white liberal. She doesn't matter what it is. She'll sit there all day until the place opens up. She'll you, make, there's no way that she's not voting. But you know what's crazy? As a veteran, I respect that. Agreed. She should vote. And I'll tell you this. And all the, all of our fellow Republicans that are like, it was fucking rigged. Did you vote? And my vote don't matter. Shut the fuck up. If you didn't vote, you have no right. I agree. You have no right. If you didn't vote, you have no right. Just like the guy that doesn't smoke a cigar can't complain. Exactly. Fuck him. But like, but like, I, I saw an interesting statistic, and it was something like, 
Six million people in New York didn't vote. Like, it was some crazy number. And you're like, holy shit. And out of the six million, like, 3.8 million were Republicans. And it was like, if every Republican got up and voted, Lee Zeldin would be our fucking governor right now. Yeah. Trump might be our fucking president. I agree. You got to get out. You got to vote. I mean, there's no... What is the excuse to not go vote? I mean... I don't believe in voting by ballot, by uh, mail. By but, proxy, yeah. Uh, but whatever. they send it to your fucking house. You didn't even fill that out. I know. I agree. Like, I agree with you 100%. I don't get it. What uh, what are you What are you doing in your spare time? You and your wife, are you watching any TV? Uh, what do we got now? What do, what do you got? guys got? You, uh, is that something that you do, or am I going down no, no. a rabbit hole that, oh, no, that no, I shouldn't no, watch? That's our thing. Because I don't like talking to people that don't watch TV. Like, you no, know, if, you're not, if you're not no. a real TV watcher. That's our thing, big guy. Uh, my wife's ecstatic because hunting season's over. Um... What are our shows? I'll just I'll ramble on because some of whatever them it is, I want to see if we, we connect. We got Yellowstone. Yellowstone's the best. Right, come on, it's so stupid. To hold on, that to watch season one to two, you got to go on Paramount, yeah, and then to get on three and money four, grab, you got to go to Hulu. And then four is on Hulu again, and then on five, I can't to figure Peacock. it out. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, what do you do? It's a money grab. Um, go ahead. What else? Now, like, wow, man, you got, you got me, like, cold-footed here. Um, we got Yellowstone. We got, oh, May, Mayor of Kingstown. I love it. My Red hates it. Come she on, Red. Get I, your I, shit together. I uh, love it. I love it. What do we got? We got, um, I can't believe I'm, I'm about to go on my phone just to look. Mayor uh, Kingstown. I love that show. I didn't watch season two yet, though. Is it good? It's good. Okay. Um, uh, it, what, it, it's cool. It's I mean, it's so unrealistic, but then you're like, that shit really could happen. Do you watch someplace. Severance on Apple TV? No. It's what pretty good. It's pretty good. Okay, it's I'll not check bad, it out. But you gotta, you gotta give it. What you gotta Ma- give it. You watch Mayans and SOA. I mean, it's no. old. Really? What is it? Sons of Anarchy. Oh, I and gave the, Ma- that, the Ma- once they went over to Ireland. I had a bad. Oh, you're I done. Yeah, do yeah. I couldn't do it once they went to uh, to Maryland. Game of Thrones. Best. Did you watch uh, House of the Dragon? It was good, but I, you know what? They got a little woke, and I'm not too much into incest. Yeah, right, right. How do you get woke in the fucking High Game of Thrones? What are you doing to um, me? You had to make the black guy with blonde hair. Why? I'll, get, I'll tell you a great thing about Game of Thrones. So my wife and I, we see something somewhere about the show Snow. The, you know, the John Snow. Out. Oh, right. yeah, I can't wait. I don't know where me and my wife got this from, but we were like, oh, shit, it's on... December 30th. We have it on our phones. It's a Sunday, whatever Sunday. Oh, uh, is it? No. We, yeah, fucking, yeah. we run home from yeah. wherever we're at. Like, I think we're out to dinner with our friends. We're like, we got to get home. We got to I hope. We get I to HBO. Wait. We put it on, and I'm like, babe, what the fuck? Yeah, I can't wait. I hope that show comes out. I hope it does. How do you feel about The Walking Dead? I bailed. I bailed after like season six. After whatever that, that character is, the bad guy in Negan. The Negan. After him, it was just so redundant. We're going to go, okay. So now we're at the jail. We're going to find a new place. See, I have and questions about the house. We're at the new place. I have real questions about Is it over? It, the Walking Dead, per se, is over. But now What happened? Nothing. There's all these fucking offshoots. I figured they'd say, you know, so I heard, I read a rumor that the original ending was that uh, Rick Grimes was in a, remember he was, remember the first episode he was a cop and he gets yeah, shot? In, in a hospital and he's in a hospital. And the, basically what it was going to be was he was going to wake up. And he was in a coma from being shot. It was all. It was, it all, was all a dream. And like Herschel was his doctor, and Maggie was the nurse, and it was a big I'll thing. I'll take it. I thought it was a great ending. I thought we'd it take got that. leaked from the article I read, and people were going, "Ah, that's a fucking horrible." I'm like, "That's a great fucking ending, dude." Um, what about The Last of Us? I don't know. It sounds real woke, though. 
No, I watched the first episode. The Last of Us sounds. No, real. it's another like apocalyptic uh, thing. Um, I watched the first episode. It was a little slow. Oh, you know what? You ever see uh, Serpent? Um, the Serpent? No. On Netflix? Oh, no. it's a documentary. True Detective on HBO? It is, I watched that. Only the first one with uh, um, Woody Harrelson. And Woody uh, Harrelson. You got to watch. Second season was like, Will Farrell. I couldn't do. Third was awesome. But listen to me. S- Serpent on Netflix. It's like a six-episode documentary. It is fantastic. Fantastic. Did you see the one on Hulu? It's um, with, what's the guy from Mr. Mom? What's that guy's name? The actor from Mr. I don't Mom. Even, I never saw Mr. Uh, Mom. He was also he's he's famous, Mr. Mom. You know Mr. Mom? You no. don't remember Mr. Mom the movie? Never saw it. Give me something else. The founder, the founder about McDonald's when he was uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, Michael Keaton. Oh, okay. Batman. Dope bro. sick. Dope sick. Batman. Hello. Yeah, da- Batman. Dope sick. Did I didn't see it. I heard it's good. Fantastic. And that's a real documentary. It's like a real true story. It's bothering I me. Like like, I have a list of shows in my head right now I'm trying to tell you, and all I see is fucking symbols. Serpent you know? is absolutely fantastic. I'm trying to think. Um, Yellow Jackets. Eric, come on in here. You got any shows? Yeah, you don't watch what anything? Do you got? What do you got, bud? Yeah, nothing? I've been rewatching uh, Better Call Saul, because that just ended, and I want to get caught up and then finish it. I watched, What are Peaky Blinders? I, I bailed on that, but I watched Breaking Bad, and I never watched Better Call Saul. Me and my wife tried Breaking Bad, and you know, we, we you gotta did, get You got to go at least six episodes in. Mm-hmm. And you know what the one that everyone got mad at us about that we watched like halfway in the first season, and we were like, oh, what's the fucking one um, with the guy in Miami? He's uh, Dexter. Mm. I bailed once he started hanging out with his sister. I didn't, like, it just didn't. I bailed on that too. I used to watch these shows, Breaking Bad, Dexter, all of them, on my mini iPod <laughs> on the train, going back and forth when I thought I was going to be a stand up comic. I'd go on the LIR. You should go back to trying that, though. Long Island don't ever give up. Come on. Don't, Long give, I- up. don't listen, give up, man. Long Island Railroad, and you know the iPods, I'd download, I'd buy the season. I then download it from my computer to the iPod, and I'm watching on a three-inch screen. I watch the entire Breaking Bad series from Long Island Railroad, from Penn Station to Babylon. My shows are coming to me. Everything me and my watch, my wife watches on a Sunday. So if you know Sunday shows, it'll it'll uh, come to you. I only I only DV, I can't watch. I don't I don't like waiting. I like when Netflix comes out. And I could just then. Binge watch all the shows. See, I'm like that. My wife's like, we'll watch three and she'll be like, babe, let's go to bed. I'm like, no, come on, let's go, let's go, let's fucking go. Yes, because you know? you're retired. No, but I'm not. I work I work fucking 60 hours a week. Like, I'm just off four days Are in a row. Are you really working 60 hours? Yeah. I, I, my general day is like, I'm up at five, f- 5.42 training out of. Look at you, you got the pension. Yeah, no, it works. And you got 60 hours. Oh, God. You well, I don't get paid hourly. I get paid Are you salary. investing in the uh, stock market? Are you in any stocks? No, I'm, I have a 401 now. Um, Dabble in the stock market. I'm really trying to like. What's your hobbies? I hunt. Fucking September to December, bro. Did you get anything I, this year? You're a I killer. did. I got a you're uh, killer. Well, last time I was on, I didn't. I bought a cabin. I remember you telling I, me I that was when I was going through the process. I hit you up upstate. Uh, yeah, uh, Herkimer County. So it's about four hours from here. Um, I bought a cabin on 25 acres or 23 acres. Um, yeah, I got a 300 pound bear. I shot and I shot an eight pointer at mine on my brother's lease. You Montessori. told me you were gonna bring the bear meat. You never brought bear meat. Uh, you want it? Are you gonna eat it? You told me you were gonna bring it. I no, you gotta cook it. I'm you not have cooking to it. Cook it right. Yeah, bear meat what, trigonosis. Yeah. Whatever. What was trigonosis? It's like same thing you get with pork. You got it's pork. It's basically it's in the pork family, so you have to cook it to 160 degrees. That's it's also whatever. hard to make it good, from what I hear. Right. I will tell you this. I had bear meat twice. 
I had it in a stew. Is it gamey? No, I had it in a stew. The guy slow cooked. I mean, yeah. it, it was like to die for. You gotta cook it slow. And then another guy made sausage, and I fucking spit it out and told him, <laughs> "Don't ever make it again." <laughs> yeah. um, but again, dude, like black bear. Yeah, yeah, black bear. Find a recipe, and it's it's. I mean, yeah, it's. Uh, Here's this black bear doing nothing, and here you are. No, he's running towards me. I was gonna come up the tree. You're I had to take him out. Killing you know? black bear. All they're doing is minding their business. No, he trespassed. He trespassed. Nobody. On, he trespassed yeah. on my property. So bullshit. Right? <laughs> so bullshit. Um, you gotta come up to the cabin, man. Both you and Eric, man. It's a good I'll, time. Well, I'll go if you want to go. I'll do it, but I don't know if I could kill. I, you I don't have to. You come up. Actually, you should come up and do a fucking show up there. <laughs> It'd be, live, yeah. it'd be funny as hell, man. A bunch of four guys you never met before just shooting the shit, fucking hanging out. I would probably, I want to hunt. I'd feel, I guess I gotta, I gotta see how I feel after I do it. Well, I you eat, but you eat meat. Yeah. So I, you know, and, and I love it. Like I'll post something on my Facebook and there's something about a bear that I feel like me and a bear could hang out no. as opposed to me and a cow. No. Me and a cow can't hang no, out. No, see, the difference between the cow and the bear is the bear will fucking maul you. Yeah, but me and um, a bear, we're, we're, he's a good guy. No, he's not. He's a good guy. No, bears are, you know, deers are asshole too. If I raise that bear from its baby, me and the bear can hang out and do things. If I raise the cow from Until a baby, it goes bear. the baby is still <laughs> a cow and can't think and do nothing. But other than graze, like, you know, graze the grass. I don't know, man. Bears are bears are cool animals. They're very. Uh, the first time you see one in the woods, you're like, holy when shit. You, when you aim, what do you aim for? You're supposed to aim for like where the heart and lungs are. So basically, like you know, I picture the animal on all fours. It's like kind of right behind the. It's like on, under the, the front. And what do you use? I, I I love bow hunting. I mean that. I, oh, I love bow and it. arrow. Yeah. Wow. Um, How much was your bow? My bow I have now. It's five years old. You know, when I was doing Probably acting... Probably about 800 bucks. When I was acting, one of the books we had to read was about bow and arrow because there's such a science to it. Yeah, it's amazing. How you have to do it. It's not easy, right? It took you a long time well, to learn? I mean, listen, they have compound bows and stuff. That's what I have. But the thing like the thing that separates bow hunters from gun hunters, so to speak, is... you know, And I'm not, I'm not disparaging either group. Um, I've shot animals with a bow and I've shot them with a gun. You feel like a real man with the bow? No, the thing about a bow is the animal has to get in 20, 30 yards. It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother game. Oh, as opposed to 100 yards well, shooting a gun. I mean, I, you know, you watch some of these hunting shows. These guys are in Iowa, and they're shooting these massive bucks, and he's like, Joe, what do you got? And he's like, he's at 422 yards. You're like, all right, aim a little high. And you're aiming, and it's like, that fucking deer has no idea you're there. You know, when you'll see it, man. When you're bow hunting, you're in the tree stand. The deer will come in, and like he, the deer almost starts looking around, like something's off, something's off. And like, you gotta like time it. Like when he looks left, if you're to the right, you gotta stand up with the bow. You gotta. I mean, I've been busted. I've never shot a huge, huge deer because the three big deer I ever had in front of me, I got busted by with the bow. What do you mean busted? The you went up and they saw you and they bounced. Yeah, like he's looking this way, and then like I stood up and he's like, "Oh, got you, motherfucker!" and fucking ran. You know. Um, but even, like, besides the hunting part, bro, like, just the, like, I went up, I think the last time I went up to the hunting cabin, I brought two of my buddies, and uh, I didn't even hunt. I don't care. I, I want to hunt. I'll do a bow. But I'm saying I didn't even care. Like, for me, it was just like, can you practice bow hunting here? Like, can you go to a range here? Or yeah, they got a range. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Jeff Schneider at Smith's Point in Patchogue. Awesome indoor range. I mean, G Jeff's a great guy. He's an Army veteran. I think he was an Olympic uh, 
archer shooter, but like, yeah, I think it's like ten bucks. You go down there and you shoot. You can even go rent a bow if uh, you have to be like fairly proficient. I would argue with the bow before you get in a tree and you're gonna shoot an animal with it. Yeah, you gotta kind of like. Yeah, go. because if it don't work out right, and that bear it. comes start it come coming after you, you're Not done. Run Not for you, that, but it's just ethically, you're gonna shoot a deer in the ass and it's gonna run away right. with an arrow and it's. I'll put it this way: my my life. son's 17. Good point. My son is 17, and with a bow, he's killed a bear, three deer. And a bobcat with the crossbow. A bobcat? With a crossbow. It's not cool, bro. Crossbows are cool. You're going to eat the cop bobcat? No. Then what are you doing? That's alpha hunting alpha. It's no good. You, you know what the hell? Like, you'll never... Like, I've never seen a bobcat in the woods. Like, like that was like... He'll like he'll never do that again. No. Well, well, let me ask you this. Are you eating everything that you yes. kill? Then that's yeah. Well, not everything. If I shoot a coyote, I'm not eating a fucking dog. Why would you kill a coyote? Because they, they kill a deer. Now, here's the other There's thing. There's a big round robin here, you have the, You have the bow and arrow, but do you also have a gun no. strapped? No. That would be it's cheating. Illegal. It's illegal. Oh, it is? Because that would be cheating. There's gun season and then there's bow season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, depends on where you live. Oh, you can't do both? No. It's so either bow season or gun yeah, yeah, season? I never even heard of that. Yeah, there's dates. Okay. So from this date to this date is both. Oh, that's because you want to get in the crossfire. No, it's because that's it's whatever fucking reason. But it's uh, from this date to this date is bow. From this date to this date is rifle. It's Give me the day. Give me the day. Give me the day. You wake up at what time to go hunting? Oof. Dark. Uh, so it's, you know what? It's funny. Uh, just to piggyback on that, like me and my brother were bullshitting. Because what is it? This year there's no more daylight savings, right? What do you mean? Total? No, this year there definitely was. No, no, twenty twenty three. I think that's it. Oh, this year. Okay. I think we. I think in the spring. No. Google, I Eric. Heard something about that. Okay, Google. Come that. on, Google. Google I'm that. not your boss, but Google. <laughs> Are you serious? So me and my brother were you joking. You think it's around. over? No, it it fucking is. I just read something, and me and my brother. Were, I said, "Yo, dude," I said. It's not over. I, I said, would be all over. I got notifications yeah, coming well, across you know, my thing. I can't even handle get your it anymore. shit together. I may as well be attached to this thing. I'm telling you, I read it. The House passed a bill in, I think, October of 23. That don't mean anything. House House could do all they want. Eric, work with me here. Working. And, uh, Senate-approved bill. Yeah, that Senate. doesn't mean anything. Still got to go to the president's desk. Senate-approved measures called Sunshine Pro- uh, Unanimously Advice. The House representative, which held a committee hearing on the matter, must still pass. Yeah, come on. That's that was all. that was last year. Anything new? That's all. That's smoke and mirrors. That was 2022. March 12, 2023. It's still on. You're done. Oh, they got to get this shit together. Well, look, look, look at me. Look at we me. were saying... You're done. We were saying how You're great done. it was because we were like, dude, we're like, it's not going to get light out till like 7.30 in the morning. He's like, yeah. We're like... Bro, we could drink till fucking like midnight. I mean, the thing, every, my, every time we hunt, me and my brother were the last two guys at the table drinking. To the point where, like, my son... Are you drinking when you wake up? No. No. Lunchtime. Lunchtime. After the hunt. You go out. So let's just say, for argument's sake, sunrise is seven. No no flask? No nothing? You want to be in the tree stand at 6.15. So I'm up. I'm like me. I'm a get-up-and-go kind of guy. So, like, 6.15, I'll get up at, like, 5.40. Get up, brush my teeth, make my fucking Yeti with coffee... Go in the throw pop tart in my bag, throw my backpack on, grab my weapon, go out to my tree stand. What kind of pop tart guy are you? S'mores. Look at you, it's horrible. Cherry and s'mores. Nothing's better. What do you strawberry? What is this? Strawberry. Cherry. All right, cherry strawberry. Fucking pop tart. No cook. I don't even need it in the oven. No, I don't. I'm in the fucking tree stand. So go ahead. So well, you know, then I'll come out like 10:30, 11. We come out. 
And it's weird. Like, we'll do, like, a brunch, like, you know, steak, eggs at, like, you know, 11, 11.30. And we'll go back in the woods. Like, if sun, if sunset is 6.30, we want to be back in at 2.30. So then, like, at 2, like, two hours later, we'll make, like, lunch, hot dogs. Don't hit that thing. Hot dogs, hamburgers. And then uh, we'll go back in the woods. And then we'll come out. And then usually what I do is, like, um, if we go out for three nights and there's, like, uh, six of us, just argument's sake, be like, all right, Joe and Joe, you got dinner Monday night. Eric and uh, Chris, you got dinner Tuesday. You know, basically, you got, you got kitchen duty. Two guys have kitchen duty every night. <laughs> oh, God, you know? I love it. So you go I and need that. I want that military camaraderie. You, you me, alpha male, bro. You'd have. I a, need that in my life. You'd have a ball. It's very similar to the cabin that I go to. Everything right. you're saying, the timeline, the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. All the same. You got lots of tequila. Right. It's 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 a blast. And then nothing's better than like, you know, you love hunting, right? But like, you also want to shoot something. So it's like, nothing's better if you're the guy. Like the first day, boom, you shoot an eight pointer. You're like. I'm fucking chilling the next oh, few you got days. it because now you got it in the bag. And you don't have you, you can't hunt no more. So it's like, oh yeah, you guys are going to bed at nine o'clock. What do you, mean you can't hunt anymore? You only get a certain amount of tags. What does tags mean? Kills? Yeah, you, you, every animal you harvest, you have to tag. So if I go there day one, and we're going to be there for five days. Well, it depends. So like one of the, one of the big. So I hunt in the northern zone. So one of the big weekends that I do is. Um, for argument's sake, I think this year was October 20th was Saturday. That began rifle. So Saturday and Sunday were rifle in the northern zone. Thursday and Friday was muzzleloader or crossbow. So it's two different tags. So we did it on purpose. So like, yeah, if we went up, we went up Wednesday night. Wednesday night we hunted Thursday. If you shot a buck Thursday, you could hunt again Saturday for that weekend. It's bullshit. Hey, well, that's the, the law. You can't see that's the thing. People think hunters can go out and you just you just go in the woods and annihilate everything you see. It doesn't work that so way. So I can't do anything from thir- Friday until Saturday. I could do it again on Saturday, but what's to say that I shoot it and say that you did it? All right. All right. That's all I needed to know. You know but that's all I needed uh, to know. But you would, I'm already on. Dude, you have baby. I'm telling I'm you I'm already on. You would have a great time cuz like all it is. I can't get you to come to my house. No, no. I can't get you to come to my house. I can't get you to come to my house. I asked you hundreds of times, whatever, a couple of times, come to the party, invite you and your Hold wife. On. We're recording. I'm going to do it right now. Hold we on. got COVID. My wife's got I, COVID. I never said shit about COVID. I got you this. You know that. Hold on. My wife won't come over because she does because uh, you don't wear a mask, Kozo. Hold on. We'll you don't wear a, you don't wear a mask, and I, my wife won't come over if you if it would enter anybody that's wearing masks. You know damn well I never. Said that. Uh, what do we got? What do we got? Thirty first, right? So, you know what? What do you got? You, you, what are you doing Thursday? What are you doing two days from now? Nothing. For we dinner, go we can go out. All right. We can On the it. record, we're gonna do. We it. can do it. I'm texting her right now. No text it here. Right. Do it when you're done. And then uh, and we'll set it up. We're going with Signia, Kozo Street on the law firm. Yeah, it's baby. Six hundred dollars <laughs> a fucking. Yo, I brought my. Oh my god. But yeah, I will tell you this. Can we go to Barik and Babylon instead? <laughs> well, I look, you know, I got Patrick Village by me is awesome, dude. Oh, I'll go out there. Patrick's there's a lot, a lot of good places. One, one, a couple other questions. Cereal. What's your favorite cereal? Frosted, Sugar. Frosted Mini Wheats. Okay. You tried a chocolate Frosted Mini Wheats? I have not. The, the best. That's a top five cereal. What's your favorite, Eric? My favorite ever. Damn. Uh... Lately, uh... He's a tricks guy. I've been eating tricks, dude. I could, I could see it. You look like a tricks guy. Yeah. He's a tricks it's guy. It's a little fruity. That's a tricks <laughs> guy. What? Favorite video game? Oh, that's a good... What, we're talking about all-time Commodore 64, No, Atari. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64. 
Like I, us grown. Well, you're again. You're a little older. I'm than me, mad so. in all the way. Star Fox, Mortal Kombat. I, I got to tell you another thing too. Mine was Rainbow Six. Mm, okay. On Xbox. And actually, you know what? I Rainbow Six was my favorite. Metal Gear Solid was my shit. That was good. And what's the other one that came with the Xbox game? What's it called? Halo. Halo. Halo I liked yeah. it. Because I didn't know. Halo I, was like Fortnite almost when you think about it. Yeah, because, you know, I, we were playing, you know, you're playing against someone and, and, that was and my all whole of a sudden high school the, was Halo. the graphics <laughs> changed You want to hear a good video game story? So I'm, I met my wife on Match.com, right? Did you really? Yeah, I was a young cop. I, I, I thought you date. Jude? <laughs> Who the fuck? My wife's Puerto Rican. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, uh, I'm kidding. So I met my wife on Match.com, and we're dating. Everything's going great, right? So, you know, I was a, what was I? I was in the gang squad at the time, so I was working these wild animal uh, hours. So we end up talking, we're like, all right, she's going to come out to Long Island. I mean, this, my wife is a Queens girl through and through, bro. Like, I got to go out to Suffolk? Like, what the fuck? Like, you know. Um, now she lives out here, you know. Yeah, of course. She's all about it now. Yeah, of course. Um, so <laughs> we we text whatever she's gonna she's coming out. She's gonna be at my I I had the apartment upstairs apartment at my mom's house, right? So it was my own. I paid rent. It was my own place. So I think we're probably dating like four months, maybe under a year, and. She's like, all right, I'll be out there like 7.30. I'm like, yeah, cool. Come 7.30, and we'll go. I think we're going to like somewhere in Babylon or Bayshore. The you know good days. Yeah, we had a restaurant. We'll have a bullshit restaurant. You know, Come we'll, over. We'll drink, probably go to shenanigans. The shave end of the your night. balls. Right. Shave your cock. Right. Get Deodorant. Yeah, you know, get a, put gel in the head. Yes. And then uh, I think we're probably going to end the night at fucking shenanigans on Depot Games. Yeah. That was my spot, you know. And uh, I'll never forget, bro. I am... Sitting in my living room, I had like, you know, I'm a grown ass man, but I, at 27, 28 years old, I had the gaming chair that went on the floor, and I'm sitting there oh, with the fucking headphone on. With the little thing? Yo, with the yeah, with the little microphone? Uh, yes. With the Xbox controller in my boxes with a wife beater on. I just got out of the shower like 15, 20 minutes ago, and I'm playing, and it was all the cops on. Uh, we were playing, um, what was the, the military game? Uh, I can't believe I'm not. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So we're all playing Call of Duty, and we're like, yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. Da -da. Yo, 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 yo. And I'll never forget, I look to my right, and there's my girlfriend, now wife. <laughs> she, like, got there, like, a half hour early. And I just looked up, and she looked at me, and it, it was, was like, like a jabroni. Bro, it was like the most awkward eye contact ever. And I looked at her, and I said, I, I, mute, <laughs> I mute the mic. <laughs> and I'm like, you have to, you have to act like you never saw this. <laughs> Something I'll never be. Able and to I get off the, She breaks my balls to this day about it, and I'm like, she goes, I, she goes, I'm not gonna lie, I walked. I was 28, she was 35. You know, what I mean? talk about like, it's not a. Yeah, she thinks that you're. She probably at that age probably thinks that you're a 10 year old kid. Uh, my wife still thinks I'm a 10 year old kid, dude. Bro, we'll be in the midst of an argument, and like, there'll be like a rabbit runs behind my pool, and I'm like, did you just see the fucking rabbit run back there? And she's like, are you serious right now? I'm like, no, did you? See? It went behind the waterfall and it went behind my shed. I gotta go back there and put the pellets so it doesn't eat this. And she's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And I'm like, what? And she's like, never mind. Yeah, never mind. But, but my mother-in-law loves me, so it's fucking great. But oh, listen, I love that you came here. Yeah, this worked quick, man. It's a long time. How, how many? How, let's see. What, what, what do we got here? We're almost at two, two hours. hours. Two yeah. hours. You know bro. what we got to do? We got to start getting together when these crazy sh cop shit happens in cases. Yes. And, and do a defense attorney and cop thing. Joe the cop, the expert, comes in. I won't say I'm an expert, but you know. I gotta say, well, who's gonna be an expert? I know a little something. Who's gonna be the guy yeah. Crump, the attorney for all the uh, black uh, people that are being deprived? 
I hate that guy. Crump. Here, play uh, real quick. Play number nine. I'll show you Crump. Play number nine. Play number nine, please. This is Crump. Ben Crump. No, no. Who's this guy? He is the new Al Sharpton of the oh, twenty uh, of the twenty first century. Here we go. This is there he is. That's your boy. He looks sharp though, bro. Like he, he you know, he's doing his thing. He's yeah. Been, he you looks, know how much money this guy's he got? Looks, you know, and as man, we said it before. Luck and appearance and exposure. Are fucking. That, those are the factors. Listen bro. to me. Uh, the only way that I made any money when I was walking through those halls of centralized courthouse. When it was real prime time, when it was still bail and, and yeah, you were arresting yeah, yeah. people, you gotta have a nice suit on. Right, no, right, right. Of course, you gotta have your tie. Not a lawyer with your fucking tie to the side. No, you gotta look you gotta, and be like, that guy is spending money. That means he's making money, and I want him. It's like my boy Robert Montefusco. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I'm serious, bro. Yes. He, he, you know, he represented me in family yeah. court. I got custody of my kid, but. Yes. And it's true. Every court appearance. Dressed my, to the nines. My wife would be like, you know, he looks sharp. I'm like, you better, you girl, what the hell? You better yeah. watch it, you know? Yeah, like, and well, I'm paying for it. Right. right. Oh, I'm I paid for, for it. You know? But Rob was a good dude. Rob was, and yeah. you recommended him, so yeah. I got to thank you for that. Play this. When black and brown people say the police are brutalizing us, that we're telling the truth. Many people still question the view. Well, they must have did something to cause this. Tyree Nichols did nothing to cause this. And the fact that they were five black officers, uh, we have to have larger conversations about the institutional police culture that says that it doesn't matter, son, if the officer is black. I can't do it. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Like, I can't do it because now it's the black culture. But when it was right, right. when it was well, Derek Chauvin and George Floyd, it was racism. But now well, it's the black. Now it's the cop culture. You know, it's it's interesting. He says uh, again, I, that, that, this kid Tyree Nichols, man, like he he should not have been murdered. He was murdered, you know, and he shouldn't have been. And there's there's very few things in the video. I, I, those guys fucked up, you know. And listen, they know it. They're si right now. We're on a podcast. They're sitting in a cell, going, "Holy shit, dude!" A week and a half ago, I was a fucking cop, and now like done. You're you know a cush job. Great, not Kush. I got what you say. Uh, but uh, a steady job. A steady job. You have a gun. You're respected. You love the gun shit, dude. Well, you know, gun's big time, bro. <laughs> um, you walking around with a gun? But I got to tell you the truth. Couple, you know, your attitude changes when you have a gun. I, see, I don't know. I've been, and, I've been carrying a gun so long, I don't but know. But it's both ways. I respect people that have a gun. Yeah, but you don't, like, if you didn't know me, you saw me, you wouldn't know I have a gun on me. No, but you know, if I see that you with, with uh, a, a baton and oh, you mean in uniform? Clock, no, I get uniform, that. Yeah. It's, told, it's it's different. But anyway, I don't know. I just you know, you know how much money this guy's making? Forget it. Guy's, well, he's getting a third of the fucking lawsuit when they yeah. when they settle. Yeah, um, and you don't think that the city the city of Memphis is not going to want to settle after that video right. came out? This guy could go on there and say whatever he wants, act like a complete buffoon, right? Knowing millions. Of dollars are, are coming, coming his, his way. Part. Well, I, and I know you want to close, so I'm going to close with this. Um, you know, nothing to do with this video because Tyree, I don't really see. Besides, maybe the first video where he he kind of resisted. resisted. But again, like it, it would, I'm not going to shame the dead and, and blame him because what they did in the second video was fucking disgusting. Um, you know. To anybody listening to this, or, or even in general, like if the police tell you to stop or put your hands behind your back, you have a legal and moral obligation to do so. 
I mean, it's 2023. If, if, if for some weird reason the cops don't have cameras on them, there's cameras all around you. And if you look at it, what did the cops in? It wasn't the body cameras. The body cameras were very, like, kind of fugazi. It was that camera on, on the, the pole, pole, you know? So, like... Man, if you're told to put your hands behind your back, put your hands behind your back. And I'm not saying this had anything to do with Tyree Nichols or whatever, but in general, put your fucking hands behind your back. And with that being said... And with that being said, policing as itself needs to start. Stop defunding the police. Hire good candidates. And more importantly than hiring good... Because anybody can be made into a good cop. Start promoting and putting the proper people in leadership positions. And I think that these are thugs... That were basically guys that hang out on the street that all of a sudden said, I got an easy way I can I can get a job yeah. and become a cop. I don't disagree, but I won't That's agree with you because I know nothing about them prior to their law enforcement okay. career. All you right. know what well, I mean? Like, you're, you might be right. Like, you, you're 100. But I don't know. Like, for all we know. That's two, how thugs you know, act. That's not how uh, well-respected right. men. Well, again. Forget about race. If you want to be. Well-respected men don't act that right. way. And if you want to be treated like a professional. You have to act like a professional. Yes. And I agree. And with that being and with that being said, Joe the cop. Till next time. Till next time. Hey, cheers, baby. And uh we're out. We're good.